Hello, everyone. This is the Easy Allies podcast. I'm your moderator, Kyle Bossman, and joining us this week, Bradley Ellis. Yeah. Brandon Jones. <laughs> What's up? And on the switcher, Ian Hink. Hi. If you are listening to the podcast, you might not notice a lot of changes. If you are viewing it, a lot's going on right now. Uh, we're using multiple camera angles. Want to test those out, Ian? I have been. Oh, yeah. Whoa. Yeah, nice. Whoa. Yeah. We're going all over the place, baby. Cool. Great. Yeah. Uh, we're doing that. We're wearing lavaliers. Uh, we're wearing just microphones Lavaliers. On our yep. Sounds like we're in an organization. Do you have the lavaliers? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But it's like, what? Yeah. Hi. <laughs> You're, you're there. Oh, I'm here. Yeah, and we're, I can turn. We're, we're people can, like, hanging kind of out. Speak. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Again, like listeners can't appreciate any of this, but yeah, we're in, it's good vibes in here. Mm-hmm. Certainly. Look at this. Lots of table I space. I can do this table now. Table space. Yeah. Yes. We can gesticulate. We can do magic tricks. I can read my laptop clearly. It's all really nice. Wow. Uh, the objective this week comes to us from Mithers, and it is to win Luigi's approval. And before you say if you want to take it on or not, I want to tell you. I picked this because I really like the reward. Ah. The reward for this is good if you manage to win Luigi's approval. Okay. Brad, do you want to take on this objective? Absolutely. Jones? You betcha. Ian, I think we'll allow you to. Do you want to take on the objective? Yes. Okay. Oh, we got three for three. That's exciting. Yeah. And I feel like Luigi can only give his approval to one of you, right? He can oh, I don't know. all three I mean, of us. To me, I You're asking it, us? I think of it the bachelor, you know, just like handing a rose. No, you know? man, he's a generous plumber. Okay, all three of you. Okay, yeah. we'll, we'll see how, how it works out. Uh, Jones, could you please start corrections of music? Thank you. Uh, Anthem was the grand finale of the Xbox press conference. Mm. Uh, Metro was pretty early, so I got those mixed up. Oh. It ended with Anthem. Got it. They wanted to blow us away with Anthem. Um, the Burning Chateau is not from Max Payne 3. It's definitely an Uncharted 2. Uh, the Switch sold more individual units. Uh, PS4 stole, sold most total units. So that was complicated. Like the single SKU, SKU mm-hmm. of a console was the Switch. However, if you add all the SKUs together, PS4 still sold the most in units and in uh, dollar bills. Uh, the Didact survives at the end of Halo 4, <laughs> but then uh, apparently dies in a comic book. <laughs> but I was so convinced and satisfied. Well, because I think he, he read. Dead. I think he read the wiki and it's like he's dead. He's yeah. like, yeah, okay, but like it's at the end of four, it's kind of like, is he dead? Um, but apparently, even in the comic, he's shot by like this laser, where it's not clear if that killed him or turned him into oh, something come on. else. Just pull the trigger on it if so, you're going yeah, to. We, no. we don't really know for sure what's going no. on with Halo the Halo 6, I'm back. Yeah. Uh, Resident Evil 7 Cloud Edition does include all of the DLC. Cool. And correction music. I do want to say before we move on, I did not accept any corrections that said that the plasma pistol is good in Halo. I get that it takes the shields down. I get that. It's still stupid. It's a dinky dumb weapon. And it feels bad to shoot. <laughs> Some guns gotta be better than others. Yeah. You know? Oh, I just hate how it looks. I will say it's iconic. It is it's iconic. It's an iconic weapon. Right. If I drew it right now, you'd know exactly yeah. what that was. Or somebody, if somebody like made that in the workshop, I'd be like, nice, that's awesome. That looks yeah. great. Yeah. But nobody like picks that up in a multiplayer match. It's like, yes! Yeah. Even if you are, if you are that guy just like, yes, I can take down a shield in one hit. Stop that. <laughs> Get yourself like a weapon that just feels good in your hands. Uh reason why is we're talking about the arcade game. It's like, why would you oh, want to use right, a, right, a right, plasma right. pistol in an arcade game? Uh, do you all remember my favorite way to start a podcast? Game announcement. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. And my favorite of that 
is to be able to talk on this podcast about a game announcement that happened hours ago. Doesn't happen too often. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes it pays off to shoot on Tuesday nights. I, 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 would, yeah. say, I, I would say that in the history of the Easy Allies podcast, mm-hmm. I'm not sure if news has ever just dropped right in your lap like this. Yeah, this was a good lap. In the presence yeah. of all allies directly before we uh, shoot the podcast. Yeah. You're right. We're all equally familiar with what we're about to talk about. You're right. That rules. Uh, a new Pokemon game was announced tonight. Not just one, actually. Three new Pokemon games. We played a new one. Yes. <laughs> All right, so what did we play with? Because that's the weakest announcement. What was that game called? Pokemon Quest? Quest. Pokemon Quest. Yeah, what is that? A free-to-start pl- free mm-hmm. Pokemon game where you're weird uh, Minecraft versions of Pokemon, and you let them run loose, and that's it. And you cook food, and Pokemon come to you. Then you recruit them, mm-hmm. and you go to a new zone, and that's it. But they quest autonomously, which is interesting. Uh, I kind of dig that for a, I mean, it. what I played, we played it on the Switch. What I played was a mobile game that was blown up and yeah. made some amends so you could it could operate on a console with the, with the Switch controller. But primarily it seems like it works best as a mobile game. And it's interesting that, and I kind of like this, I, I, when I, when I kind of get hooked on mobile games, I'm, I'm pleased when they have options for me to just watch characters do something and not necessarily be playing all the time. <laughs> Mm-hmm. So it is kind of fun just to have a little team of Pokemon and watch them go out into a field and kick some ass. And, and so, so it was called like an uh, action RPG, is that what we call it? It's like Diablo cool type? Action RPG. Yeah, I, I would say it's like diablo Not even that yeah. you, this perspective. The perspective. Yeah, yes. it is a, a big arena or a big environment that they're running around. And you're far above them looking down upon them. And it's blocky. That needs to be said. If somebody's listening to this and has not seen it, mm-hmm. imagine, they, even in like the first GIF promo image that they showed, it was Pikachu like pop, like mm-hmm. becoming some weird little blocky thing. Made of rectangles. It's just like, it looked painful. Like, yeah. squished into block form. Yeah, and I guess the idea is like, hey, it can run on mobile now. Like, that's the reason why they ch- chose yes. that aesthetic. But it yes. looks, looks bad. Yeah, it looks bad, man. It, you I'm know, not into it. It's an acquired taste. <laughs> oh, I'll say. <laughs> to me, it removes the cuteness of Pokemon. If you take a circular eyeball and turn it into a square, most often, that's not going to be a cute creature, I, creature anymore. I think the reason why I don't hate it is because you can't automatically translate those characters into that form. You have to think, how is this going to look? And so some, I think, work better for others, but it's just not something where it's, like, lazy. You mm-hmm. know, like, clearly they put a lot of work into each one trying to figure out how big their heads would be and tails and stuff like that. It is funny, though, that when they're out in the world just running around questing, quote-unquote, there's a box around them with an arrow at the front to uh, indicate what direction they're facing because you kind of can't tell because yeah. of these blocky monsters uh-huh. now. Yeah. I mean, they are monsters, but, like, yeah. monstrosities, I guess, is a better term. Um, and then the thing where it turned into, uh, oh, this is obviously free to start, is the timers. We had timers on things. The cooking we stuff. We didn't hit the wall, though. I was surprised. We played for, what, 45 minutes without I wonder if the wall? wall is quicker on mobile, not necessarily on Switch. Oh, I'm sure the game doesn't I mean, the we same. spent some points, though. We were given a little free sample. Some tickets. We were getting a free sample, and we were yeah. spending it. If, hey, if you want this to move along a little faster, you can spend some money. And it was Damiani's account, so we were just doing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's a weird. It's a Game Freak developing developing it. It is a very very mobile like game. It is a very free to play esque yeah. game. Not on not phone phone version. Not out yet though. Yeah, late June for the phone, weird. phone version. Which is odd. I think that's backwards typically for most games that you exist to on at the mobile same time, and, right? Yeah. Yeah. Usually. Yeah, and I wonder what the story is behind that. We'll never know. We'll never Were know. Were you expecting anything like that today, Kyle? Nope. I was no. not expecting that either. Yeah, was not expecting that. Say that. They took me by surprise. Uh, Game Freak's been trying to do mobile stuff, Jones, but like never with uh, Pokemon. Um, mm-hmm. I don't, yeah, Pokemon Shuffle Game Freak. I don't I don't know. But anyway, yeah, it was weird to see them. It seems like 
a more of an effort than other mobile games. You know, right? Like it's 3D modeled. Uh, it, it, there's there 150 Pokemon. We should have mentioned that all of the 151 original Pokemon are the. Oh, they're all Pokemon in it. In okay, game. that's yeah. cool. Um, yeah, I mean there there was effort into it. There's budget in this, but yeah, it is an undesirable video game. I would call it. And there's some interesting subsystems in there that do not exist in Pokemon. You know, finding power ups that you can add as the Pokemon level up, they get more slots for you to put in like other power ups in. And yeah, stuff. And but the shame is like I just see that as more ways to make you. It's grind. exactly it's sure. Of yeah. More ways yeah. for you to spend money. Uh, the game I did expect to see tonight, Jones, is Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu and Pokemon Let's, Let's Go, Go Eevee. Eevee. Those are the new Pokemon games mm -hmm. of this year. Mm -hmm. It was made very clear that these are not traditional Pokemon games. Mm. If I had to just, if this is the first time you're hearing of this, if I had to describe what these are, it's, it's a video game in which you play Pokemon Go uh, within the world of Pokemon Red and Blue. You're yes. playing Pokemon Go in a video game. Yes. You are... Pokemon Go with a map. Yes. That's not the, that's not the world. Right. <laughs> Yeah, and, and so I had to learn a lot because I'm not familiar with Pokemon Go. I don't know a lot of these things. And so I had to learn how to, uh, uh, like, what it means to catch a game in Pokemon Go, which you don't battle them. You run yeah. into a wild Pokemon, you're not fighting them. You just throw a Pokemon. Throw just got to catch them, yeah. Throwing balls. Are there items that, like, make them more catchable? Yes. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. Because I saw even in this game, in, in Let's Go Pikachu, Let's Go Eevee, uh, there were, like, items. You could click item before you try throwing a ball at them. Um... And so, yeah, there's that, and that's how you catch them. And then I learned this weird process of leveling up. I mean, you don't get experience points from battles. That's not it. That's not how you do this. How right. you do it, Kyle? No idea. Stardust, Jones? There's also just, I'm sorry, to go back to what you were saying earlier, yeah. there's also items that increase the chance that you will see uh, Pokemon oh. that will lower cooldowns of things and stuff like that. Like, there's other, uh, they could have added a ton of that stuff. But I remember there were lots of different crazy items that you can unlock. Mm. Incubators, too. I don't know if they'll add oh, that Oh, for eggs, one, for hatching yeah. eggs. Apparently no uh, breeding in this game. Okay. So don't worry about eggs. So what was your question? Sorry. Um, how leveling up works, because it's not about getting experience points that levels you up and you learn new moves. Apparently like, none of that is part of this. Correct. You can, you can uh, evolve something, which you need candy for. Mm -hmm. And the way to get candy is to transfer... Back to the the Oak character. I don't remember his name in Pokemon Go. But clearly um, we have in Let's Go Professor Oak uh, in the flesh. That's you clearly see him. him. Yeah, yeah. Yes. So you would you transfer? You're like, oh, I caught a you know a Pikachu. I don't need this Pikachu, so I will transfer that one. This is just in Pokemon Go, and then I would get a piece of can Pikachu candy, and then with a certain number of those, I could evolve Pikachu. Or you can power up, but you need dust for that. And I think you get dust from Pokestops or something? I don't know. You get dust, I think, a, a couple hmm. different ways. Don't quote me on that. I this stuff's remember. nuts to me, though, Jones. Like, the things you're telling me... Are, but I didn't see nuts. any dust or candy in the menus or anything in this game. And they so. had a Q&A afterward. They didn't mention it. They said, we won't talk yet about how you level up your Pokemon. Mm. Whoa. But it was made pretty clear from what we saw in that trailer. Uh, listeners, Brad just gave us the money hands. Um, <laughs> it, from what you saw in the trailer, that it doesn't look like they're going to do experience points. It looks like the battles will work much like they do in Pokemon Go. And I just learned this tonight in Pokemon Go, your moves, you don't learn them as you level up. You just learn a bunch randomized as, as when you evolve. That's why when people were playing Pokemon Go, they'd have like 30 Pidgeys. Right. Because, yeah, like, oh, I got to get the one. right Pidgey. I yeah. get the right one with the right That's IVs. what I'm wearing. Am I going to get like 30 Pidgeys again? But I also get the right one with the right moves. That's out of my control. I need those moves. Uh, we should describe how it looks aesthetically, which is... Um, how do you think this looks? It looks better than a 3DS game. It looks like... I don't know, dude. It looks like a, a Wii U game, I guess. Sure. It like it looks like the perspective of the Pokemons that are on the DS. Like, like that. But it, it looks, looks like better. Sun it's a cleaner. Yeah. Sun it looks cleaner. Yeah. Yeah. It's a polished center. Yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, Sun and Moon went to a more, I think, realistic uh, character models, whereas oh. this one we went back to big heads a little yeah, bit. Yeah, like the old we're school. Skewing back yeah. Oh, way. sure, okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I would. Say it looks very Sun and Moon to me. I, I wouldn't say it looks much better than like the. As it looks crisper. Said, it has better like, like aspect or ratio and everything, resolution, all that resolution stuff. Resolution for sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's the game that's, that's coming it. out this that's fall. It. But there is battling against gym leaders, apparently. Other yes. Other humans. Yeah, but like you what's battle the, their Pokemon. Brad, like I just don't. I don't want to battle with someone without experience points. Like that's such a, to me. Kyle, like an essential part of Kyle, RPGs. man, you're preaching to the choir. I guess this. I'm gonna get dust. Like I'll get. I'll be rewarded for dust for or whatever. Some kind of material. Yeah, get some candy for beating trainers. I guess that is the incentive. I want your Pokemon to faint. Yeah, I want your Pokemon to faint, and I want to get battle experience from killing it. But in co-op. Yeah. There is co-op, so. uh, but I just learned how like limited co-op is, Jones. Like you can't co-op the entire game. Uh -huh. Apparently, like when you're in the fields, yes, but like when you're in interiors of buildings, no. Um, though we saw them in the tunnel together. Can which, can you fight together in co-op? Uh, I know. Looks like you could. You can catch together. I know that, but like, how fun is that? I mean, maybe you can battle maybe together. Maybe it might be. I fun think you can. Okay. I think I saw two people. Okay, that's cool. Together, yeah. Sure, that's cool. You can battle together. Yeah. But there's, they said no online, right? There's like no online. That's battling. been corrected, actually. There is online battling. Okay. Yeah, that was uh, that was apparently like a bad translation okay. or something, and that, that has been corrected, which is nice. Um, came, comes out November sixteenth, sixty U.S. dollars. Uh, that was not the end of the announcements, though, because mm -hmm. there will also be a little Pokeball accessory, and just to just to, I guess to instill to everybody who's just learning about this game now how simple it is. Uh, there's basically a little Pokeball. I'll call it controller for now. Um, That's what it is. Yeah, it's less of the size of like a cue ball. It's smaller mm -hmm. than that. Um, uh, and basically, it's got an analog stick on it, and you can control this entire game mm -hmm. with that thing, mm -hmm. with the analog stick and one button. Yeah. Uh, you throw, you do a throwing motion of the Pokeball to catch Pokemon, um, and you select your moves and click to uh, do battles. Mm -hmm. That's it. That's all you need for this game. Yeah. You can play this whole Pretty game with just a Pokeball. Yeah. Yeah, pretty simple. Uh, that thing, we don't have a price on. It might be $50. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, like, you could take your Pokemon with you, though, right? Yep. It's, you charge it with a USB. Uh, but what does that do? Oh, um... Like, what's the point of taking it? Mm, <laughs> they make noises? There's got to be a point, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. They're not going to level up because they don't... Well, they do have levels, though. The Pokemon themselves have levels. Yeah, so maybe it raises their uh, CP or whatever. Like, it does... I don't know. And that stuff isn't clear, Brad. There is there is going to be in some maybe, incentive to uh, walk around. Can you use that maybe to transfer your Pokemon from your phone to the Pokeball? Yeah. Where you don't need to switch, actually, maybe? Right, maybe that was another thing I should have brought up, is it's heavy integration with Pokemon Go, yeah. the app. There's some secret Pokemon you're going to get that they're not saying yet. They There's one. twice. There's one new Pokemon, right. apparently, yes. And the Alolan forms of the 151 original Pokemon from Red and Blue. But that's it. Wait, is there a Alolan form of Snorlax? No, dude. Yes. Keep it pure, baby. Keep it pure. I love uh, it. You can dress up Eevee and Pikachu. Yeah. You can dress them up. Put some sure. sunglasses uh, on. And it's worth noting that you can only catch Pokemon by either having this little peripheral or taking the Joy-Con off or physically moving your switch forward. If you have your switch undocked, it's motion controls. Yeah. You cannot just press a button to throw the Pokeball. You have to shake your, if you're on a plane. Yes. Get it. That's right. Shake that thing. Shake it. Maybe aim it. I don't know, Jones. Or they just said like you must use. You will use the gyroscope. So if it's undocked, if you're just holding it like a, a your mobile switch form, that's how you do that. Hopefully, it's not like too severe. Yeah, so. yeah. Maybe it's just aiming. But like, it's, and maybe like we can catch them. Like it's just a benefit if we aim. To me, that's so weird. 
Well, they say there's a- accuracy is somehow involved, and that confuses me greatly. Yes. Well, isn't like Pokemon Go, if you like, throw the ball perfectly on their head, it's better. Right, but in Pokemon Go, it's a, it, is, it is tracking my finger along the pad of the screen. Mm-hmm. Which is one-to-one, right? Uh, and so there's not only the direction that I send it at, but the speed at which I did that. Mm-hmm. And this is just all speed, because how do you know what direction I did? Because it's just, what, but what's tracking that? It's just the gyro and the controller. Gyros are amazing. It's bro. not like, yeah, it's not the Wii where it's I got the, the sensor bar up yeah. there, you know. So. Yeah. Um, and every single toss we saw in that trailer was, you know, bullseye right in the nose. Right. So uh, I don't know what a bad toss looks like. It's very clear. The game is 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 designed around the success of yes. Pokemon Go. We were talking about that before. Right. That it was probably at the at the 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 peak of Pokemon Go. They yeah. said, "Let's greenlight this game yeah, right now." Yeah, how could we make more money off this? Capitalize on it. Yeah, uh, it's not clear from the Q and A how long it's been in development. I mean, maybe it wasn't from the peak of Pokemon mm-hmm. Go. Uh, Eurogamer stands by their Pokemon Stars thing. They said, uh, "There's like Stars was a thing at one point. They decided not to do that. We have uh, this this year." Uh. Um, Ian, we're all pretty down on this game, and you said you're playing it. Yeah. What let's go Eevee and, and what you call it? Well, let's Pikachu. go Pikachu. Pikachu. But yeah. you're let's go Eevee, right? Oh, Eevee for sure. Uh, Ian, uh, you've never played a Pokemon game? Uh, I mean, I played Pokemon Go. Yeah, so why? Yeah, I guess that's it, I, right? Like, this is like. Target audience. Target audience. Got him. You are that, and you're willing to play this game. I'm interested in playing it, yeah. Why uh, this and not other Pokemon games? Well, because it's on the Switch, and I didn't have any of the other things. Sure. <laughs> there you yeah. go. Bam. <laughs> yeah. But, like, uh,. Yeah, I'm a little less in, like enthusiastic than I was before now seeing that it's yeah, like not real battles and it's basically Pokemon Go on the Switch. I mean, I'll get it for sure, but whether or not it, I'm going to be ex- as excited if, as I would be if it was a real full-on game. Mm. 20, 2019, though. Boo! Yeah, good transition, Ian. Uh, <laughs> along with this, which I think they kind of predicted uh, they knew. the core fan base... Uh, whatever we should be called, would be disappointed with this announcement. It, w- it was said, hey, and also, there's a Pokemon game coming in 2019 that is exactly the one you're expecting. The real deal one. Uh, second half of 2019. Um, and I think they even used it. That was the one they learned from Metroid. Yes. But they're like, oh, mm-hmm. whoops. Because kind of, it is kind of like an unusual Pokemon thing. Like last year at E3, they said, hey, we're making a game for Switch next year. And Yeah. And so it is. this is like an unweird, uh, it's a weird thing that they don't usually do is announce their games way ahead of time and just say, hey, You're that's right. coming. You're right. Um, and in this case, it's damage control, I believe. There's not much to talk about Smart. that 2019 Smart. game. It's the one I'm going to be more attached to for sure. Uh, and I think it's the one that's going to blow people away more. Which will sell better? Which game will sell better? Sell on yes. the Switch, the two Switch games? Yes. Oh, between Let's Go and Twenty Nineteen. I think Twenty Nineteen will sell better. Like, because this this is a full blown game. This Let's Go Pikachu Eevee. Yeah. That's sixty bones. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Like when people find out that it how like what it is, I don't know if a lot will be willing to spend sixty. I think Let's Go is going to sell better. I think this game is going to sell like bonkers. Hmm. I'll take As Ian just said, it's like you got a Switch, right? It's just mm-hmm. like oh, there's a Pokemon game on my Switch. But yeah, but he'll come around when they do the real deal one. No and they'll way. have two versions. No, because the, here's the 2019 is going to have like some dumb legendary on the box. It's got like two. People love those dumb legendaries. It. You buy it every time. Yes, I do. I do. And it's going to be like some gross monster. And it's like Pokemon Excelsius. And just like Ian's going to say, look, no, 
I don't want to play Excelsius, right, Ian? But for every If it was called Excelsius, I would play the hell out of it. <laughs> but for every Ian, there's got to be some... There's some one me. Yeah. There's me. Yeah, I mean, that's not into this. That's not into Let's Go. Yeah. It's well, like, all right, okay, I'll... Or, or maybe I'll get it, you know, but I'm not going to, like, put a lot of time into that's it. That's what like, I think, John. Yeah. totally there in 2019. I, I feel like all the po core Pokemon fans are still going to play Let's Go Pikachu and Let's Go Eevee, and I think it is broader. I think there will be more okay, people. Okay, I'm, I'm yeah. not, dude. Okay. I'm not playing it. I'm not a core Pokemon You're fan. You're not playing Let's Go? Hell no. Whoa. I'm out, dude. You're out for Let's dude, Go. Dude, so out. John, are you, are you me? in for Let's Go? I think I have to. I mean, yeah. it's like in the world. I don't got no obligation like, to Pokemon, dude. I ain't no man. slave to Pikachu. Wow. Okay. You got to earn me back. I'm a, yeah, you I lost me a long time ago. That's true. Brad has a history of ignoring the Pokemon games. No, I've played <laughs> three Pokemon, four Pokemon games. All right, let's list the four then. Red, blue, yellow, pearl. Wait, you, you played both red and blue? Oh, you bet your ass I did. That's why you burned out, dude. You don't need both of those. What do you want from me? That's what they wanted me to do. <laughs> they they wanted know. me. They wanted you to trade with friends. They wanted you to buy one and get your friend to get the other one. Hey, man, my brother wasn't keeping up. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have to buy it. I just borrowed his game. Okay, yeah. Then I was like, oh, Pokemon Yellow. All right, dude. And I was yeah. just like, oh. Yeah. Like, how many more conversations are we going to have about Let's Go before the end of November, though? And I just think when this was they, it. This was whenever we, we finally get a look at Excelsius, yeah. I just think that's going to open up a lot more conversations. Oh, that's yeah. going to be, yeah. that, that campaign is going to have a lot more progression, you know, from announcement up until launch. Yes. New mechanics. Whereas with this, we're like, yeah. we, we're done. We got it. It's, yeah. a Poke, it's a Pokemon Go variant for the Switch. Um, a little bit stuff new, but obviously there's, you know, like, I think if you, I think nobody wins more today than, than the, the people that have been with Pokemon Go since it started. Yes. And oh, I, yeah. All of them are pumped. Yeah. And so it's interesting, I, and I think I kind of appreciate it for that, that it's it's not only capitalizing on the success of Pokemon Go, but rewarding people for, you know, you know playing this long. But rewarding like, you, can, you by paying $60. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pay up. Yeah, you no, should feel happy. I think that's the right assessment, Jones. Yeah, it's I can't get mad about it. What's funny though is you said there's surprises. What's weird is of all the scenes we see, and we know all the Pokemon who are in it. We've seen every every scene of this game. You can go back to and say, oh, that's that part of Red and Blue. That's that. There's none of those things are a mystery. Um, Ian, did you want to chime in on that? Uh, no, I want to move your love. Oh, okay. Uh, center or put it a little more to the side there. Like toward your boys and not oh, under yeah, your us. hoodie. Oh, okay. It keeps getting hit by the hoodie. Toward my boys. What if I just put it on the hoodie? How's Keep this? Keep getting hit by the hoodie. How's this? Uh, How do we feel? I'm just talking and talking Sounds about the mic. Sounds good. Great. Uh, let's move on. Let's move on. I okay. don't want to trash on that poor game for too long because I almost feel like it's like Labo. I feel like it's not for us, and this is like why trash on this thing. Hey, Labo's oh, yeah. cool, man. I mean, yeah. yeah. That's fine if people are into it. Yeah. But I can still trash on it. Yeah. Like that's cool if you're enjoying it. I can still make fun of it if I want. Why, Brad? Because. Let Ian like this game. He can. Ian's I'm not stopping him from getting it. Okay. I'm not bullying him. I'm not insulting him at all. I feel like you're bullying. I ain't bullying nothing. <laughs> I feel I'm fine. You, I feel, I'm okay. Where are my damn achievements? <laughs> Come on. Last week, we had the official reveal of Battlefield Five. Yes. This is one of the worst reveal events I think I've ever witnessed. Didn't see it. Tell me about it. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Daily Show host Trevor Noah hosted mm -hmm. this. Uh, almost humor humorlessly, uh, like jokes occasionally, right? But like, didn't implement it. Wasn't clear like why this person was here, other than like he's king of host. He's like got a charm, right? Mm -hmm. And he would make jokes occasionally, but it didn't have like a Daily Show vibe. Did any of them land? 
Yes, he had some jokes. Okay, there. great. Yeah, but more than didn't. I, I, oh. I would say he had like a 300 batting ratio there. Jones, did you watch this? Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it was. Jones. A, yeah. I mean, here's what needs to be said. Here's what needs to be said is it started off with people talking at a desk, right? Uh, and we're like, okay, let's see that gameplay. And then a thing, a little thing pops up in the bottom of the screen that says debut of Battlefield 5 mm -hmm. in 20 minutes. And everyone in the live chat, just me, myself watching this, I'm like, what? They, for tw the first, this is a half hour event for the first 25 minutes showed nothing. Just talked, talked about what about, Battlefield Five okay. will be, and showed concept art. The first things we saw of Battlefield Five were concept art for it. Hmm. Right, right, right. Insane. This was just an insane way to reveal your game. Right. Uh, you know, I think there were a hundred thousand people watching that live. Just wow. a lot of people watching this, invested in this, really curious about what's going to happen, and we were all just strung along by details and, and dry interviews uh, for most of this event until finally we saw a gameplay trailer. Jones. Tell me about that game, gameplay trailer. I don't get to talk about the event? Yeah, you can talk about the event. Yeah, yeah, you can. Well, why? okay, what I wonder is what benefit does EA have in getting lots of viewership for this thing? So, like, clearly they want to string people along for 20 minutes and not show the trailer until later. So they want people to be like, no, 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 we want you to, we want you to keep watching so that, you know, we can have viewership up the whole time. Because if we show the trailer at the beginning, then everyone's out. Why do you care? Like, why do you need to have a consistent viewership for 30 full minutes on a Battlefield reveal, why don't you just show the trailer? I don't... Yeah, I do want to... It's so weird thing. to me. I just don't understand the benefit. Like, what yeah. EA is going for there. Like, uh, are okay. they just all in, like, the locker room somewhere boasting about their 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 Twitch, you know, viewership? I think so, Jones. If is I that, like, to, some if, weird mental win in the industry? Like... I do. Yeah. It doesn't translate to dollars. Like, I, I, I think of myself as an EA marketer, right? I'm thinking, like, I've held an event... I had 100,000 mm -hmm. people watching for a half We hour. had stuff trending on Twitter. Yes. Kind of thing like I that. I nailed it. If I, had, if I had the trailer in the beginning, people would have left. I did the right thing. It's probably what the marketer thinks. Right. Hmm. And instead just makes everybody so mad. It sounds like they should have shown something in the beginning. Yes. So you would have context yeah, you, for what they're talking about. Exactly. But then have something else at the end if you really want people to stick around. Yeah. Instead, we got a, we got a release date. And uh, stick around for E3. We have more info mm -hmm. then. Here's the box art. Okay. Um, yeah. Brad, yes. You yeah. shouldn't have an event like this if the only thing you have to show is the trailer. <laughs> yeah, that that's not how I would have done it. You don't do this. You just don't even throw it. Like, it's cool that the devs are talking about their game and stuff, which can be really interesting. But mm -hmm. I think if they showed something first, people would have been a little more happy. Um, Jones, please do talk about the trailer, though. So, yeah, then we get a highly, highly choreographed yeah. gameplay video. Oh, yeah. That is... In in engine, if you really want to fight for that, I mean, I, I think it's rendered. I think it I think it's rendered in engine. Mm -hmm. I think it was created and, and choreographed and and um, is indicative of weapons and abilities and stuff that you will be doing in game. Right. But you could watch eight thousand hours of Twitch streaming of Battlefield Five when it comes out, and you will never see anything that will come remotely close to how bonkers well, it's, that video is. It's strange because there's a lot of dialogue and like characters in this multiplayer trailer. Right. And it ends with like this guy like getting his body over you and going, shh. It's like, is that's not going to happen in multiplayer? What are you trying yeah, to communicate? Like, well, it's not multiplayer, it's single player. 
but it's uh, a multiplayer trailer, right? Because it, right. it has like the two teams on the top, and it has like the UI as if we're playing this multiplayer. Yeah, that was I think the they said specifically in the event though the multiplayer, because that's what they're going to show at E3. They're like, stay tuned for E3 to see multiplayer for the first time. But yeah. then, so I think I think that was just the mission that you were on. Maybe that you, you the the success of the single player mission that you were on the was mission. determined by how many people are surviving on your like, side versus another side. Yeah, because we saw people respawning in this trailer. A that's multiplayer mode, yeah. but single player. It's like plays it like a multiplayer mode, but single player. I guess Maybe weird, clear, to clear story beats. I mean, like it opened yes. with a very long cutscene mm-hmm. that I don't know if it will actually be in the game or if that was just produced for the trailer. And attitude, attitude, attitude. Just a very kind of wild west, mm-hmm. like yeehaw, <laughs> kind of, kind of, of that, like yeah. ain't war fun, weird vibe. Braveheart, which for me is bizarre for so many reasons. One, it's it's weird in the in, for that war. It's weird not knowing who these characters are. I think that was one of the biggest things that, like, if we'd had a little bit of lead up to know, like, why they're there and what they're doing. Are they even characters, Jones? Or are they just, like, the, our friends in multiplayer? I don't know. That's what's so confusing to me. I mean, I guess you're sticking to, like, that is a single player trailer. Like, there were just characters. two. There's yes. a man and woman in that trailer that are heavily focused on. Mm-hmm. They keep kind yes. of bumping into each other. Yeah. You know, the throughout this lady. huge action. She's act- got a claw. Right. And, and she's in their promotional marketing. And, yeah. And she's, like, the last, you know, one of the last people that, you know, wraps up the whole thing her looking at you um and but just not knowing who she is or what they're doing because it looks like if i knew they were on a mission like i knew if they were like trying to rescue somebody in that house or there was like a family they were trying to protect and the family died and they were just like we got to get out of here but if they're just jumping around like they're bad soldiers like like you're all bad at your job (laughs) that like you're not like where's base? What are you doing? Where are you going? What's the objective here? Yeah, just, you know, it's I like just, I don't, if actually, the objective is just to run around and shoot people on the foot and drive yeah. jeeps. Like, cool, that's but that's why I don't doesn't. Buy it. I don't buy it as a single player trailer. I don't. Buy I don't, that I don't as get a some trailer. oomph there. You know, right. like because yeah. what what Jones? What single player trailer? What campaign story trailer have you ever seen where people respawn? You watch them die and then walk up to you later again in the trailer. That that never happens. Ah, uh, yeah, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I was confused. It was a yeah. very bizarre blend. Of, it tried to be yes. like everything you could want from I think that's Battlefield what it is. all at once. I think that's what that trailer was meant to be. Uh, you don't spend a half hour leading up to that trailer. Yeah, she gets shot, yeah. and she's like back, and yeah. I was like, wait, is that the same lady? Same lady, yeah, she just respawned. Man, yeah. Or just takes the hit, classic Hollywood, you know, just like, just, you know, just oh, a she flesh looked, She looked like she I was in she, pain And dying. I think she gets smushed at one point. Like, yeah, yeah, she's respawning. Um... Yeah, I mean, there's Close. a lot to say about that, Close. but like we got so much to talk about this week. Django fit. Um, <laughs> wait, I thought he gets his head chopped off, Django. No, the clones are of him. Oh, got yeah. you. Great. Um, here's a weird thing about Battlefield Five is its <laughs> release date. So, October nineteenth is the release date for everybody. <laughs> All right, if you're willing to, no. if you want, if you just want to spend sixty dollars on this game, that's the release date. If you want to spend eighty dollars on this game, ask, yeah. October 16th. If you want to be part of EA Access, October 11th. Ooh. So that's a weird thing is like, that's how we have to report release dates for EA games. Yeah, we have like three different ones. <laughs> yeah, we have three different release dates. Uh, you know, whatever. How much you want to spend is what, what you get out of it. Um, crazy. Yeah. Um, October. Yeah, it's a crazy October. We, this is just a crazy fall we have coming up. But hats off to EA because I thought we were done with trailers like that, but... EA's fighting hard. Trailers like what? Uh, just the choreographed, you know, gameplay. Like, yeah, Joe you know, kills on. Like we got Metro. Metro Exodus was like that at last E3. Yeah, that did seem choreographed. But yeah. I could kind of tell and was like, oh, okay. Well, at least playing it's through a level, right? But yes. they specifically have the moment where like the HUD comes up and it's like, no, no, here we go to very much not gameplay. And it's yes. like, how dare you? <laughs> yeah. 
Hmm. And just yeah, just having a car oh, drop while you still have the, the HUD up. It's it's crazy to me. Shh. Yeah, and then there's some guy shushing weird. me. I don't want that in multiplayer. Like, I don't want in that in single player. In the middle of an yeah. intense fight, yeah. there's like dudes all around. And he's just like, shh. Oh my god. Don't, they um, don't see me. Yeah. Uh, uh, last thing I want to talk about Battlefield Five though is uh, they're prominently saying no loot boxes. This is their tweet. No loot boxes. No premium pass. All players have access to the same maps and modes in Battlefield Five. Keep your squad together, no matter the front. Good vibes. Sounds like damage control from Battlefront. It is. And we, we were kind of like guessing last week, sure, like, will EA take this kind of direction? They're taking that direction hard. But good vibes, I approve. Yeah, I mean, those are good vibes, Brad. I just, I just, I just... But! Is what's there, the catch? Right. Is when, when that game launches on October 11th or 16th or 18th, um, will I not be able to spend additional money on this game? Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah, you're going to be able to. You're going to buy emotes. You're going to buy outfits. Yeah. You're going to buy skins for your guns. And face paint. It looks face like they're going to monetize custom, face paint. You're going to have like yeah. dollar signs for face paint. It's yeah, I think that's it. I think maybe they just do the Fortnite thing where like, hey, you can buy these things. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. And some of them are only money. Mm -hmm. um, they might just do something like that. V-Bucks. Yeah. Coming to Battlefield. B-Bucks. And, and I guess we all like that. B-Bucks. Get your B-Bucks. Yeah. I, I wonder, oh, shoot, if it'll be like EA, like you can spend EA, EA bucks on any games you want to. Oh. Hmm. Um, yeah. Like Disney dollars. It's cool. It's cool they're going to be stressing that stuff. It's cool that maybe they'll monetize nicer this year. We'll yeah, see. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and it is cool to me that they're getting in front of it with no premium pass. No Great. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. It's good news. And, and I guess we talked about last week, Call of Duty's kind of doing something similar. Uh, their their season pass only works for zombies. For maps, all the maps coming into Call of Duty will be free Hold to everybody. Up. No more map packs Hold for up. Call of Duty. What's Do you think up? this Battlefield will have a campaign? Yeah. It's going to be similar to what they did with Battlefield 1, I guess, where uh, you know, you're know you just hopping around the world okay. and doing stories okay. like that. Yeah. Yeah. But mm. they also wanted to say, like, hey, and we're also doing a campaign-ish oh, okay. multiplayer mode gotcha. where there'll be multiple days. And if you win the day, that'll have consequences on day two. Campaign-ish multiplayer? Story-ish multiplayer. Oh, okay. Yeah, this weird okay. kind of idea where like, right, let's like, see. A, yeah, we'll like see a World War II-esque like, battle over days. Yeah, I like that. Their campaigns are usually not great from what I remember. So I wonder if they're just like, yeah, we'll try something different now. Sure, yeah. Um, apparently like shorter, apparently like shorter bursts. Um, okay. Yeah, I think that the job that it had to do was differentiate itself from... Uh, front? No, from uh, World War II last year. Call oh. of Duty World War II. Oh, yeah, 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 And we're doing another World War II game a year later, and at least it differentiated itself. It mm -hmm. does have a different vibe. It definitely yeah, does that. They, yeah. yeah. Um, but, man, they could have done that so many better ways. <laughs> uh, before we get into our E3 press conference preview, which I'm really looking forward to doing, Heck yeah. uh, we got one more news story that was pretty big this week that I just, like, don't want to talk about anymore. Uh, is PUBG Corp uh, suing Epic Games Korea. Uh, we talked about it already on this podcast. Uh, and actually, if you go to YouTube and watch Help Us Out Hogue number three, you'll hear us talk about it. If anything happens out of this, we'll address it. But I just I just don't see it happening. I just don't see Like, it's just frustrating me at this point. I just don't want to talk about okay. it. Yep. Let's talk about E3 press conferences. Yeah, maybe. I just love doing this. Let's okay. Go. So, uh, on Sunday, June 10th, uh, at 6.30 p.m., we will have the Bethesda press conference earlier this year last year turns out they waited so long uh just because they wanted darkness <laughs> they had an outdoor event and they wanted this the night to be black before they started their whole press conference so now thankfully they are doing it sorry to interrupt is yeah. there an ea one saturday before this 
Uh, yeah, we did EA last week. Oh, okay. Yeah, My yeah, apologies. Yeah. yeah, so over the... Yeah, I no, see. Brad, you do every week. Should have made that clear to the people who are just turning in this week, too. Uh, so, yeah, last week we did Microsoft and EA. This one we'll do uh, the next three, and then we'll do what uh, Sony and Nintendo next week. Okay. So, yeah, we break them up. We break them up on cool. how we do these previews. Because, Brad, there's so much to say. Oh, there's yeah, just so much baby. to talk about. Um, Bethesda, I want to talk about its vibes before we talk about individual games. I want to talk about... Uh, the Bethesda type shows. Last year, they dedicated themselves hard to the carnival mm-hmm. uh, aesthetic. To the uh, maybe it was no, it was more of like um, theme park. an amusement park. Yeah, yeah, theme park aesthetic, and they really stuck to it. They were like, and now we're going to this part of the theme park, and they had a map and everything. Yeah, it was for like games. Yeah, do we see them sticking so hard to a theme this year? Yeah, I think they're into that. Yeah, I kind of think, I think so too, that, dude. dude. <laughs> I think they are. It was just kind of fun in a press conference mm-hmm. way, from yeah. the like trust. It was really something different. So. Yeah. Um, basically, in their promotional materials, they're showing little paper cutouts. Um, oh. I wonder if they'll stick to that kind of thing. Jones, what do you think? What do you think a Bethesda press conference is like? What this one will be like, or just what this what? one will be like, and what it, what are they like so far? What is, what makes a Bethesda press conference different? Uh, definitely lots of attitude. Definitely, definitely a pride in their company. Mm-hmm. Uh, they 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 love talking. Really, kind of like presenting themselves as um, I don't know, just just a, a specific core company that's been working very hard on very specific products. Uh, I, I just get that a really grand sense of pride. Like when you see EA or, or, or uh, Xbox or something for PlayStation, there's so many different experiences where it's like obviously the Bethesda games kind of have a, a similar flavor across all of their stuff. Yeah. Like lots of high action, lots of, uh, not necessarily gore on all fronts, but just like lots of, lots of brutal action. Um, and yeah, so I think maybe the playful vibe kind of counteracts that. Like, you know I love the, the theme park stuff. Did and you I, love and that? I, and oh. I saw that I saw Bethesda last year when I was on uh, uh, Keeley's All Access, and then came back here and like was like that was fantastic. <laughs> like a lot of other people were not. Yeah, it's funny. We're not hip to that one because it was it was weird that Pete Hines came out and then like there wasn't anything after. It was just a bunch of videos. So it was like, why did we need to be there? Mm-hmm. So obviously, I think we're gonna have more people talking out, demoing specific stuff. I think it all depends on what they're going to show though i think there's going to be more different announcements this year yes um i don't think they're necessarily going to rest it all on a couple big things um i think so i think we'll some of the things will be big gameplay demos some of them will be just logo maybe a quick trailer announcements and some will be like dlc for something i forgot jones i forgot the first time they had one it was todd howard just talking for like 15 minutes yeah, I forgot right. that was a Bethesda press conference yeah. as well. You're right. I, I bet you're right. I, originally, I was thinking they would just stick to Pete Hines, but you're right. They might. I think they want to make them things. really exciting, and yeah. so I think where it, it raised the question last year: Why is this a press conference? Why do we have a stage? Uh, uh, there was a lot of uh, uh, on-site components that anyone watching at home did not get to experience, where like everyone that was there at the press conference walked out into an actual carnival with like mm-hmm. carnival food and demos and yeah, that's and cool. a fun ambiance. But obviously, for me at home, I you know don't care about that. Yeah, and so you don't care if it's day or night either. Yeah, yeah, and so but we complain about talking heads a lot. We're like, just show the footage, just show the gameplay, just show the trailer. And so I think Bethesda maybe took that to heart. It took you know too literally to be like okay yeah let's just have an introduction and then get right to the good stuff and I think if we're going to be there in person we want a little bit of a of a balance it is fun to bring people out to talk about something but if we're watching that instead of watching something or with no context then it can kind of drag uh, I want to talk about the games that we'll probably see uh, because they've been doing some fun things with them uh, Rage Two is definitely uh, a lot yep that was just announced sure. yeah, recently for sure uh, and I can I'm kind of really excited to see how they demonstrate Rage Two. 
Mm-hmm. Which I think will be an extended gameplay. I think that'll be one of the big rich things, things we can really sink our teeth into. Because apparently yeah. they were going to announce it before anyway. Yes. So this wasn't something that got stolen from the press conference. Right. And so I imagine they're going to be like, okay, you saw that before. Now let's take a, a longer look at a mission from Rage 2. We're picking this up. We're two hours in. We just got our car for the first time. We mm-hmm. need to drive it from here to here to get a new part. And, mm-hmm. and we'll see a little bit of everything. Like, uh, I'm, curious if, yeah, I'm curious if we get into the carnivals. Speaking of carnivals, if we get into the kind of like... Smash TV stuff that was in Rage that was not my, some of my favorite yeah. kind of like Riddler challenges. Like I, I think so though, Jones, I, because we got hints of it in that trailer. But like we see like the combat of Rage Two almost seems about managing a big group of enemies. Right. Like why not just stick you in an arena where there, we don't need an excuse Bodies to drop being shot out of canyons yeah. and you're shooting them. Yeah. Like why not do that again? Um, yeah. And and they're. Clearly going for something aesthetically with Rage 2. And so, yeah, beyond just, like, demonstrating the gameplay, I'm excited to see how they sell the game to people. They need to sell it to more people who bought the Rage 1. sell it as wacky. It seems wacky to me. It seems wacky, right? They're doing it now, like, super wacky. But, like, wacky murder. Yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) That's all right. Like, it's just, it's wacky murder. Like, that's, but, yeah, I think we're kind of nailing nailing Bethesda because it's it's not, none of their games are for children. Not a single one of them. (laughs) Yeah. They don't want anyone younger than 14 playing any of their video games. Maybe like, wait, what's the card game? Is it like Legends? Elder, Elder Scrolls, Scrolls Legends. Legends. Elder Scrolls Legends. The, I don't, even that, Jones, it's not, it's clearly not marketed towards children. It's right, not, right, right. Card game murder. They don't have like goofy edges or anything. It's yeah. like all, yeah, it's mm-hmm. all like. What about Fallout Shelter? Yeah, Fallout Shelter again is like goofy murder, right? It's like wacky murder. It's like, guess, well, yeah. it's not yeah. murder, but they, they deal with like, you know, gassing and stuff. Yeah, so there's yeah, some yeah, extreme yeah. stuff even at Fallout. Right, yeah. and like women getting pregnant because like yeah. just some guys wander into their yeah. rooms. Yeah, it's, it's like, the apocalypse, you know. Yeah, and so yeah, I think it's that kind of aesthetic. It's <laughs> just like, we're not taking this too seriously, but like don't let kids play our games. Which, and I think that's one of the things I'm I'm a little nervous about. Yeah, the playfulness of Rage. I don't want to see dudes walking out in costume on stage or... <laughs> Or have people? You're like, right. I do not. Or want are they going to have that at the show? I wonder if they're going to have some. They're going to have someone around. F- breathing fire. Yeah, because they had the live action trailers. So and like, that was they so love, bad. Yeah, they love the costumes and the hairstyles mm. and the. the they spent a lot the of money on those costumes. Yeah. They can't just use it once. Gulp. Oh. <laughs> Gulp. Um, there's been some uh, teasing for Prey DLC. Oh. Uh, showing the moon, showing images of the moon and things Ooh, like that. Yeah, cool. a lot of stuff happening on Twitter. Haven't heard about that at all. Great, great. Oh, I love this kind of thing, actually. They added achievements on Steam to Prey. Uh, if you believe they put a man on the moon was like the name of all the achievements oh, you put them together. Oh, interesting. Yeah, That's so fun. that kind of fun stuff of like updating like, That's hey. cool, yeah. Yeah, so like we'll see stuff for Prey. We'll see some moon stuff for Prey. Great. I think that's fun. I think Me you too. can tease yeah. stuff. Because a lot of people have been talking about, like, you know, like there's so much was potentially spoiled, you know, for E3. But we still haven't seen these games. So I think it's, yeah. t- I think it's fine mm-hmm. if, if, you know, you put out clues there. And it's like, if you really want to dig in, you can, you can kind of, like, lay out what, we, what we're going to have. We'll have that one extra surprise that you didn't know. Yeah. Like an Elder Scrolls Six or something would be a nice little, you know, cherry on Sunday at the <laughs> That'd end. That'd be crazy. And it's very likely that listeners right now are wondering why we're not talking about this thing. Uh... Basically, what was started this morning is on the uh, Bethesda's Twitch, a live stream <laughs> yeah. of a, a still that says, please stand by. It's like the, the TV thing when the TVs would go offline for no reason. Classic say, fallout. Please stand by. Yeah. Classic fallout. fallout. And, and a Pip-Boy bobblehead. Yeah. Um, they're teasing something again. And Jones, yeah, I don't think they're ruining it. 
I don't think it's like it's going to ruin the people standing up in their seats going, ah, 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 but it makes me, I'm looking more forward to whatever Bethesda has to show. Yeah, I think it's just a little appetizer too. Like yeah. Not a, like we were saying earlier, probably like maybe a switch port of Fallout 4. No way. Or something like, why not? Well, I mean, I don't even want to guess right now because it's one of those things where everybody watching and listening to this already knows more than we do. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I, what, I just, I love the tease. I love that there was yeah. 100,000 people watching nothing. <laughs> they were watching a tease. Well, they were in the chat. You yeah, know, that's, that's, that's what you're signing up for. Yeah. yeah, and so it's kind of, it's weird because I, I realized that I, I just said earlier that it was a waste of time for Battlefield Five to just say nothing for a half hour. This is so different to me. To me, this is fun. This has mm -hmm. an energy to it. And way cheaper. My goodness. Yes. Right. They didn't need to way hire Trevor Noah. Cheaper. They didn't need to build a whole set. They built a whole set just for that one dumb reveal event. Spent so much money on that. A live audience. There was a live audience that was there to laugh at jokes. You're right, Jones. That's nuts. Yeah. But for them to like, oh, I got to get these. I'm losing this audience. I got to tell more dumb jokes to yeah. get, like, get them interested because they're all just sitting around. I wonder if they prepped them, man. I mean, it's like one thing to watch the Battlefield stream and be bored. It's another thing you're like... Why did we come to like? Yeah, <laughs> you, when you're that friend that was dragged out by another friend, you're like, we could be getting ribs right now. I was kind of like looking for that when they showed the audience at the end of the thing, just like, who was the person who's not happy to be here? And I'm sure it's like half the people, right? Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, I just I like their energy. I, I like the way that uh, they do. As Jones, you just said, like it's not ruining E3 to tease as they do. I kind of no, like the way fun. they do this. It's fun. And sucker for a countdown. Yeah. As you said, Jones, I still believe they have that surprise. I still believe they have that thing. Please. We have to talk about Starfield. <laughs> what? <laughs> Starfield. Uh, Star is that what I want to talk about? Yes, dude. So Man. Starfield is a game that Bethesda trademarked way back from 2012, I saw. 2013. Um, and basically, we have, don't have a lot of solid rumors about this. And so basically, people have been wondering about what's going on with Starfield. Uh, just uh, what kind of game it is. People on 4chan saying, hey, I was a, I was working on this game. I was a coder on this game. Um, and then just like that wasn't announced yet. I, th I feel like this is the E3 of Starfield. Hmm. Maybe. Well, yeah. Will it be first person? Um, yeah, apparently it takes place in the Fallout universe. Okay, again, these are rumors. Just going off rumors, speculation. Whoa. I am not caught up on this at all. Uh, space exploration, randomly generated stuff, kind of like planets and things like that, bases to check out, uh, dock into. Um, yeah, space exploration. Getting, like shades of No Man's Sky right here. Yeah, but Wait. from Bethesda. Go ahead. Is this the... This is not. This is or is not the toy thing. That is Starlink. No, yeah, yeah. Okay. No, we're not. Right. Was that? Yeah, I was that's so confused. confused. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Ian, we'll, now. We'll, get, like, we'll get to Starlink. We'll get to Starlink. <laughs> oh, okay, good, good, good. This is Starfield. The one who Star hates Monday. Yeah, yeah. loves la Starfield. space lasagna. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, and not much to guess about it, right? I just, I do, Brad. Yes. He said No Man's Sky. I feel like. In a way, they have to say this is not No Man's Sky. Yeah. And here's why. They gotta prove it to us. Yeah. They need to show us doing something, like getting off a ship and blasting aliens or something like that. Yeah. And I think show a skill tree. Show, like, show a skill tree. Safe bet. Show like a, a path. Give us a story. Give us a focus. Dude, I think it should they be in the that. Doom universe. That's what it should be in. I believe... Unless Doom universe is in the Fallout universe already. <gasps> There's a word we can't say. I believe all Bethesda games are in the same universe. <laughs> They're in the same dream. Uh, I believe all Bethesda games... Speaking of the Bethesda universe, Space, yeah. I think, is an, something they haven't really explored yet. Yeah. I think it's a great new addition to their lineup. Right, like Prey and Doom are space sci-fi, right? But mm -hmm. like we haven't explored space. Yeah. yeah. You haven't been Doom a ship flying like a around. Planet. You're like and a Prey Mars. and Doom are certainly different vibes. Mm -hmm. And... Uh, 
Yeah, you add Unreal and Dishonored on that. I just think that there are lots of fun genres that they're exploring. Well, so And, yeah. like, the space of Doom or Prey are very sci-fi, whereas the space of Fallout is like, hey, the planet sucked, so we had to leave, and we kind of, like, had to just throw it together. Like, that's a whole cool other vibe that I don't think a lot of other things have done. It's cool. I'm excited about this. I didn't know anything about this. Yeah, and I mean, it could really still not exist. Yeah. That was an old trademark that just keeps getting renewed. Like, it could still be nothing. But that is the most fun thing to speculate about, I think. No, man. The most thing, fun thing to speculate, speculate about is mm-hmm. Doom 2. <laughs> I don't think that's happening this year, Doom dude. Doom 2. Why this year? Well, you can get a little tease for it. It doesn't have to come out this year. You're right. Uh, but it's, it does seem like another Bethesda thing is to All announce they the game the same show year releasing it. The, I, I think they might change that. The double-barrel okay. shotgun. And putting like two shells in it. <laughs> Just and that's it. Okay, I like that, Brad. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I'm yeah. so hyped. Yeah, it's funny. I don't expect them to like announce any games outside of their their established tone. You know, I don't I don't expect them to have any e, rated E for everyone. Like I don't expect them to have any like goofy games. Battle Royale. Um, yeah, I don't expect them to have any battle royale games. Even though what is it, Quake Champions? Yeah. Apparently not, not doing great, royale. right? But like I don't I don't see them doing like a battle royale. Yeah, for Quake I, don't, Champions, I don't see that huh? happening. Um, yeah, I see it being a pretty good press conference. Yeah, cool. I, I'm looking forward potential, to it. Potential. Yeah. A lot of potential for cool stuff. Mm-hmm. I get a sense, as opposed to EA, which we've already talked about, I don't yeah. think EA learns from anything. Yeah. <laughs> and I think Bethesda does. I think yeah, Bethesda, sure. deep deep down, is like, this is not only a fun, uh, this is not only a great opportunity to, to let people know about the games that we're doing, to get more information about there about our titles, but press conferences are fun. Like, we want to do a press conference because they're fun. And yeah. Like, we want to. Yes. We want you to be as excited for our stuff as you are for Ubisoft and Square Enix and these other companies. Absolutely. So, yeah, and they make big stuff. You know, they're, they're, they don't make small games. They're, they're, all their games are just huge. When did Fallout Four come out? Except for Shelter and the Mold stuff. But. Fallout Four was three years ago. Well, three falls ago. Uh, I think so, right? Or is it the year before last? Twenty fifteen. I would say three. Three sounds right. I'll check. Yeah, it's twenty fifteen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was the year that game trailers ended. Getting close to that maybe that Elder Scrolls time. Well, sorry. Well, game trailers ended in like February. I'm thinking like the oh, 12 months. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, it's 2015. Right, right, that's right. right. You nailed that. Uh, <laughs> Jones, that's so. You talk about somebody really wanting to yeah, have November a tw- November 10th, 2015. November 10th. There you go. Um, another company that really wants to have a press conference is an indie game publisher called Devolver. Yes. <laughs> uh, they will be having another press conference sun- that Sunday at 8 p.m. And we are talking about it. Uh, not for too long. <laughs> I'm not going to guess. I don't want to guess about what they're doing. I don't want to know, but I feel like it's worth bringing up. Well, the fun thing about their press conference is you have no idea what they're going to throw at you. Like, yeah. this, is, this is a developer that is not... Uh, or this is a publisher that, that you know doesn't have like, oh, yeah, that Devolver smell you know mm-hmm. it's just kind of like they just pick up mm-hmm. strange stuff and, yeah. and you know some of it misses and some of it hits and so and certainly after last year who knows yeah yeah how do you even escalate i think you escalate I think it'll in be an opposite the direction com- yeah completely opposite yeah that's the only way i can see it happening if you try to like make another head explode i will not laugh they'll be like <laughs> super serious yes in a jokey way uh the next morning a press conference i'm very excited about a huge publisher Jones, I don't see the enthusiasm behind this publisher. I don't see that like, hey man, I really want a press conference. I just see like them saying, I want a presence. And that is Square Enix at 10 a.m. on that Monday of June 11th. Square Enix is having a press event. It will not have a live audience. It will be a video. It'll be like a Nintendo Direct-esque thing. 
And when I was preparing this podcast, when I was looking through what they might show, I was getting sweaty. This oh, yeah. might be the best one. Yeah. This one might be oh, very, very sweaty. And they haven't done one in a while. So yes. it's just like, what They're happened? Ready to yes. go. What announcement was it that pushed this over the edge? And they were mm-hmm. like, uh-uh. Yeah, we're, we're, we're going to be on the calendar. Exactly, Johns. Yeah, because if you look at if you look at the press conference they had, I think in 2016 is was the when they had the press conference. It was bad. You know, it had a lectern, had people speaking in front of slides mm-hmm. behind them. Right, right. They can't do that this year. They know, but they listened. It won't be that. Let's just go through the games. We'll just start with this one. The one I, you know I, I think has the most to prove, but might not. Shadow of the Tomb Raider. Uh, we'll show gameplay, and I expect to see gameplay first during Xbox's press conference, but I also expect it to have a presence in this video. Yeah, for sure it will. What can they show? After Xbox shows a gameplay demo, mm. what can Square Enix do to get people excited about Tomb Raider, Shadow of the Tomb Raider? Mm. Maybe it'll just be the same trailer. We've already had some, yeah, of our crew <laughs> already the same. play it, and yeah. so... But people haven't seen gameplay. We, norm, right. Normies, we, Jones, I have only Normies. seen screenshots. So it's tough to speculate, you know? Oh, sure. Having had it, like, described to me. Show some combat, show her walking around, yeah, jungle or something. To me, it's just, like, so weird. Like, their their Japanese stuff outclasses it, you know? Like, it's just, like, you compare, like, the, the hype. What, imagine Twitch chat during Tomb Raider and then imagine it during Kingdom Hearts 3. Mm. And the thing is, like, I know, just based off comments, we have a lot of people who love the Tomb Raider franchise who are watching this podcast, yeah. listening to this podcast. Yeah. And I get that. I just, to me... I can't imagine it bringing the E3 hype. I can't imagine it showing well in this square. I think if they didn't like show already it kind of thing, yeah, or we didn't get the hands on it, whatever kind of thing. If it's just like boom, Tomb Raider. Yeah, I guess I just yeah. I They're think like, the wow. way to do it is just show like amazing animations that you wouldn't expect, like Lara Croft pulling off cool moves. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's how you like get attention in this kind of presentation. Just like oh, and not story wise. I think story wise the ship is sailed. I don't think you're gonna <laughs> amaze people that way. Yeah, I guess that's what I'm hung up right now. Yeah, it's just kind of getting more into details of like what you know you're you're you're, you're selling a big picture here of you know, these big emotions and like I need events to latch on to those things mm-hmm. to to really start to dive into what's happening in this game. Yes. And I don't, yeah, you can't do that in five minutes. Maybe you can, Jones. Maybe, like, maybe one of those underground uh, uh, pyramids. Uh, yeah, yeah, the tombs. Like, maybe one of the, that pyramid just, like, collapses and it looks really cool. I'm just thinking, yeah, I wonder if yeah. this is going to be kind of a, for in, uh, in the interest of time type of thing. Where, like, yeah. we need to show you a bunch of different scenes so you can see, like, how much could happen yeah. in just one level. Mm-hmm. Right. I think this is going to be pretty snappy. I mean, let's talk about Kingdom Hearts 3. Okay. Let's. We haven't had the Sony press conference at this point, so this is, I think, the first Kingdom Hearts 3 we're going to see of E3. No, actually, I think Microsoft's going to have some Kingdom Hearts 3. Oh, possible. That's my guess. Um, but yeah, I think we're going to see a lot of Kingdom Hearts 3 in this presentation. I almost think this presentation, half of it exists. Oh, there's going to be more. Because they want to sell a lot of Kingdom Hearts oh, 3 yeah, this maybe. year. It's this, it's this year, dude. Yes. Sell it. Let's go. Blow the floodgates open. When was Kingdom Hearts 2? Was it 2002? 2005. 2005. Okay, okay. So 2005. Here. It has been a long time. In America. Since a numbered Kingdom Hearts oh, game has been released, I've been waiting. Skip the whole it's generation. It's been in the crock pot for a long time, baby. <laughs> it's been a crock it's pot, done, dude. Yes. <laughs> so, do you think we'll see? Um, oh, it's been the crock pot with every like Square Enix IP. Uh, do, do you think trailer and gameplay in this presentation oh, yeah. in this one oh, thing? Yeah. Oh yeah, we're gonna yeah. see some stuff. Yeah, we're gonna see some stuff. Yeah. Uh, Disney World's we'll see, right? New Disney World probably. Yeah. Yep. Definitely. Yeah. I think we'll have a clear. I think the story will be the clearest after this trailer. After this E3, to anybody who doesn't play Dream Drop Distance, they will know <laughs> what the Keyblade War yeah. is all about. They will have some context for what Sayonara. Sora needs to accomplish throughout yeah. the rest of the story. Mm-hmm. 
It's and I'm actually kind of, as an as an outside observer, Brad. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I'm actually kind of more pumped for that. You know, like I know we can probably guess like what that world is that we're gonna see, but like uh, um, I'm I'm looking forward more to. I mean, hearing the voice actor who's gonna take over for Nimoy is gonna be interesting. I'm curious if he's gonna yeah. uh, if he's gonna speak up in this trailer. I think that'll be the first time we hear whoever that is. Yeah, and. I am a poor actor, probably can't even say until after the game comes out. But that's me, by the way. Oh, yeah. <laughs> We're pretending to be Leonard right? Nimoy. Yeah. Um, but I'm, yeah, I'm excited to see just even a little tease of kind of these big moments that are not in Disney worlds, that are not featuring these classic characters, that mm -hmm. are more focused on the fact that, like, we, we are wrapping this up. And that's not just a guess. Like, they've specifically said, and many times, Damiani stated in that timeline several yeah. times, mm -hmm. this is it. This is the end of that Xehanort era. Like, saga or something. Um, of course, we'll have uh, Kingdom Hearts games continue, but this is the end of that story. The prophecies have foretold these events. Yes. And they are coming. Yep, leading up to this for a long time, baby. Yeah, yeah. it's extremely Payoff. exciting. <laughs> Feel like you're Oh. Sounds like it's podcast hack time. The following are the official sponsors of Easy Allies for the month of May. Scorn, an atmospheric horror adventure currently in development at Ebb Software, set in a nightmarish universe of odd forms and somber tapestry. Go to scorn-game.com for more information. Before I'm unique to me design, looking for a gift for that special someone they will treasure for a lifetime. Or maybe a little something that says, I care. With rings and bracelets, necklaces, and more, Unique to Me Design has a wide range of custom-made jewelry for all tastes. Enter the coupon code ALLIES25 for 25% off of your order. That's etsy.com slash shop slash Unique to Me Design. Simon Anderson. Mango. iKeyless. iKeyless.com is proud to sponsor Easy Allies. If you need a replacement car key or remote, you'd use offer code EZA at checkout for free shipping and 30% off of your order. L. Thanis. And our mega sponsors, Blue and Hoag Law, business law firm. Whether you're starting a business at level one, stuck fighting the dreaded fundraising boss, or finally cashing out with a well-earned high score, you need a good business lawyer at your side. And now, that good business lawyer has a YouTube channel, one with at least one video, which Ian Hank has called Really Well Written, and Kyle Bossman has called Easily Shareable. Check it out at youtube.com slash H-O-E-G law. All of these links are available in the description. Thank you to our sponsors. I gotta be careful. Do you think I accidentally plugged Hogue again earlier on in this podcast? You totally did. I did. That's gonna show up in next week's blurb. I know. <laughs> We're not finished with Square Enix. Uh, I'm, He's listening. I, yeah, of course he is. Uh, and we cherish that. Uh, Dragon Quest XI, do you think they're going to sell that hard? I hope so, oh, man. Yeah. Do I you think so? so? They never do. They never sell Dragon I Quest hard. I hope they do. I think now's the time. Yeah, now is the time, right? I think, yeah, there's a lot of these franchises. Your Yakuza's, your Dragon Quest are all creeping over. Yeah, so here's my question is when you watch a Yakuza trailer, it's not for new people. They assume you know all these characters and you know why you should care about all these things. Do you think the Dragon Quest XI trailer will appeal to a broad audience? Well, Dragon Quest is it's different every time, though. Yeah. That's the beauty of right, it. Right, like Final Fantasy. Yeah. I guess I mean, like, will it try to introduce Dragon Quest to us? How, like, what do you mean introduce? Like, how... how the way they want... If this game is to sell what they want it yeah. to sell, it will be the first we'll Dragon Quest game for a lot of people. Advertise it. They usually don't do that that often. It's true. Yes. Like, 
give it some time. Let, tell people what this is. And you know what's funny? I guess what I'm trying to say in this case is I think a story-oriented trailer for this game would be the wrong choice. I think, as you just said, yes. show Dragon Quest. Show us exploring. Show yes. us fighting. Yeah, yeah, show yeah. turn-based battles. That's fine. Mm -hmm. Actually, is it action-based? No, it's like turn... You could, like... Some hybrid. I've seen, like, videos of them, like, changing it around. Sure, yeah. Um, uh... Show that. Don't, like, yes. if it's just like, oh, we need the tree to keep us alive. Oh, save yeah. me. And it's just, the only thing is, like, uh -huh. cutscenes. I think that will be the yeah. wrong trailer I, for yeah. this game. I agree with you, man. Maybe, like, you know, in, like, the Zelda trailers, how they'll show a bunch of NPCs. So you can just get a vibe of, of yes. all the different types of fun faces and characters you'll meet. Yeah. I'd be okay with little one-liners in there, you know, here and there. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah, it definitely. And, and it makes me think that, you know, when I think I was most surprised when Square Enix was announced in their press conference this year, that really got my head spinning about like, okay, what was it? What was that game? What were these things that they're like? We have to have. We 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 got to get this out there and show people, you know, that uh, um, we 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 have to introduce these game to people. We have. To, it's not going to be enough just a trailer lost in the wind of E3. Like we have yes. to have our own time. We have to have our own stage. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so um, yeah, I think there's no way they're just going to like not focus on Dragon Quest. I think because of that. Heck yeah. A couple of podcasts ago, we talked about the Avengers game. I expect it to be heavily oh, yeah. emphasized here. I always forget about this. Yeah, I'm very, very excited. And Jones, I feel like it's one of those games where it can easily garner a ton of attention. It could be one of the top five games we're talking about at the end of E3. I think it could blow people away. If we see gameplay. Yes. That is the key. Like a demo of it? Yeah, you don't think we'll see gameplay? Uh, I hope, yeah, but I don't, I don't have no idea what this game's going to be. We have this whole conversation. It's definitely showing gameplay. Come on. Sure. If they don't, you're right. But we haven't seen man. anything yet, though. We've Keep seen in mind, We though. don't know the perspective. We don't know the, you know. Keep in yeah. mind, man. This I'm is Square Enix. Be multiplayer, but who knows? They like their crockpots. Yes, they do. Square Enix likes their crockpots. Um, okay. <laughs> I mean, shoot. we got to move on already from Square Enix. But, I, like, Life is Strange 2, I think, is actually going to be kind of cool. I talk about how, yeah. like, their Japanese games garner all the attention. But I think, like, Life is Strange yeah, 2 could solid. show yeah, well. Yeah, I think that would be pretty cool. Their Western games are solid, dude. Um, Avengers, we would count, right? Yeah. Um, Especially because with uh, Before the Storm, they were like, it, it really worked out for the story, but they're like, we're not going to have any special powers or anything like that. And so, like, going back to a continuation of the other story, it's like, sky's the limit if, mm -hmm. if they want to create, like, some kind of weirdo X-Men universe where, like, you meet different people that also have their own, you know, crazy powers and kind of getting into Stranger <laughs> Things territory. Yep. Um, uh, <laughs> sorry, we got a lot of behinds. Everybody, we're just working these things out, by the way. <laughs> Please don't write mean comments. Send us your comments. Phrase them in nice ways if you're not happy with how this production is going. But this is our first night trying all this stuff out. We got a switcher now. Yeah, man. We're yeah. switching camera angles. Things are things are going well. But this is the first time we've done it. So yeah, yeah just like cut me some slack. Cut us some slack. Do a great job. Ian. Uh, okay. Very clever. So um, wait. What? Square doesn't do Octopath, right? They do, dude. Okay. Ooh. Do you think that's part of this press conference? Yeah, sure. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. New trailer. Yeah. Uh, announce a new character. Mm -hmm. At least one, one new character they will announce. And it's a Final Fantasy I character. think they've actually announced them all, the Octopaths. I we think haven't seen them in action, though, have we? Uh, I think if you were paying attention, yes. Like, um, I don't mean, Jones, you weren't paying attention. I think if you seek out the trailers and stuff. Because ah. apparently they're all, they're all named. Ah, okay. Never mind. Someone told me recently that their names spell out Octopath. Get ready The for first this. letter of their names. Oh. Add a Moggle campaign. Another shadow drop? Yeah. They're going to add a Moggle, and Kyle's going to be furious. No, uh, we have a release date for it, John. Oh, I thought, that, I, thought you, yeah. I thought you were doing a bit, like no. they're called Moggles now. No, they no. can easily add Final Fantasy characters down the line if they wanted. I love Moogles. There's a particular Moogle named Mog, Mog. Yeah. in Final Fantasy VI that yeah. I did not like. Yeah. They had Kyle quit. Yep. Yeah. Hard out. 
Um, you know what? We'll save Ubisoft for next week. I want to talk more about Square Enix. Okay. Let's dig in. Because um, people can fly. Uh, that studio who made Bulletstorm, mm -hmm. who made Gears of War Judgment, yeah. uh, announced, confirmed recently, they're making a first-person shooter game for Square Enix. Square Enix is publishing... Uh, sorry, and, and was that recently? Yeah, I guess it was like earlier in May is when they like promised, like, hey, this is actually who we're working for. Wait, with, excuse me. I think that's really cool. Yeah. yeah. First person. Yeah, apparently new IP. They're just working on something. Pretty cool. exciting. Yeah, it's cool. Uh, other things to look out for. Project Prelude Rune. Now, the Tales of, uh, a Tales of producer from Bandai Namco left, uh, Hideo Baba, mm -hmm. uh, working with Square Enix now, working on a high fantasy RPG, I would call it. If you look at it, you see dragons, you see people with flowing clothes and armor and Legend things like Dragon that. Too. Yeah, well, yeah, well, it's Project, yeah, well, I don't know, Prelude Rune, right? Like, it's not, no, Brad. Putting what, that out there. Legend of Dragoon is a Sony game. They can team up. Square Enix doesn't have any of it. They can team up. Um, that was announced February 2017, so I expect to see that here. I think they're going to they're gonna show some of that game. Cool, let's go. Yeah, a weird classic-looking RPG from Square Enix. There I think you go, Jones. pretty sick. Sold. Yeah. Um, and then Left Alive. Remember this? Uh, this was TGS 2017? Yeah, okay, that would be last year. Last year's TGS. It's a... It's a like a oh, post-apocalyptic mech game takes place in the game, front right? mission oh, universe. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. got we gotta be seeing yeah, that. Hopefully. Yeah. Yes. Let's Ooh. see more, baby. I know. So these games that I forgot about until I'm like uh looking at Wikipedia, um, it's like, oh yeah, that game. Oh yeah, this game. Oh yeah, that game. I like Square Enix's video could be very good. Well, this would be satisfying, because we are familiar with these things. Ooh, we have good news, everybody. This is coming in live. <laughs> we have another card. We can talk about Ubisoft. Yay. <laughs> Let's go, dude. Okay. So, uh, anyway, that's that's pretty cool. Uh, Square Enix is back. They're doing Monday morning, 10 a.m. Uh, not much later. Yeah, coffee with Square. It's going to be jolly. Lunchtime, our sandwiches we're having with Ubisoft oh, at 1 p.m. Just um, yeah. <laughs> it's a sandwich kind of company. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I always I like starting with the vibes. I like talking about like before we dig into games, like what kind of show we expect to see. Yep. From Ubisoft, they definitely have a distinct vibe. Oh yeah. Very personal vibe, I would call it. Very cozy vibe. I kind of like after yeah. like last year with Rabbids guaranteed dance number every year. So you yeah. got that. It's coming. Just dance. They got to sell it every year. We You're got right. one. Yeah. yeah. Investors right there, baby. In. They'll probably do it early too to get out of the way. You know what? It's kind of funny to look at it in retrospect because I think Ubisoft used to be kind of tone deaf. I think they used to have pretty bad press conferences. They learned, man. Yes. Um, maybe I'm thinking like Joel McHale era. Uh, with the laser tag and all that. Well, that was, yeah, really, really bad. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And so I think they, like, over wackied it, you know? Yeah. I think Aisha Tyler hosted some really good ones, and then mm -hmm. last year was no host. They just had their developers come out, and I think that was very effective. I loved that one. Yeah, I think that was pretty good. Oh, man, when they had Miyamoto come out? Yeah. And show the director or whatever of Mario and Rabbids? Yeah. Like, crying? Oh, man, it's such good vibes. Right, yeah, I'd be crying, too. Heck, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I, I, I want to see that again. I want to see just Ubisoft. Ubisoft being Ubisoft. Um... Oh, Mr. Caffeine was Ubisoft. Oh. This is what I'm talking about, tone deaf. You know what I mean? Like, that was all Ubisoft. That's their history. So, yeah, it is cool to see them be more grounded, still silly, Jamie, still having a good time. Jamie Kennedy? That That's been? Activision. Oh, okay. Jamie Kennedy yeah. was okay, Activision. Okay. Um, so, again, uh, the, one of those games that's rumored so hard is just like a lock, a splinter cell. Um, I think that'll be featured heavily in this, but again, I think it's debuting in the Xbox press conference, as my guess. Sure, yeah. Um, but yeah, I expect to see more of it here. I expect to see the systems during the Ubisoft press conference. 
I expect to see how it is a living game. More in during depth. The, the It'll be like a trailer in Xbox and yeah. this will be more in depth. Yeah. Well, you got to be careful saying living game. Why? It's a genre now. Oh, it is. I mean, Ubisoft said we're making living games. Like, uh, they made it, use that word on their slides. They love that phrase, Jones. Weird, but it's hard to attach a living game to a specific one character. Living game usually means, like, you can... Yeah, you, I bet multiplayer... You, I'm adding my own character and I'm playing with a bunch of other friends. We're not all Sam Fisher multiplayer, I bet. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, the multiplayer in Splinter Cells have always been really, yeah. really fun. Um, Stealth multiplayer. I'm so down for that. Yeah, that's cool. What's really interesting is last year... Smoke bombs sneaking up on people. The head way, snaps. Um, the way Assassin's Creed was debuted, we saw gameplay first during the Xbox press conference, and then the very good story trailer during Ubisoft's press conference. I hope it's not backwards like that again. Um, and I know a lot of people hate story trailers, I hate CG stuff, and obviously we talked about how we hate CG story stuff, but um, just uh, f- for Ubisoft game, for maybe for Assassin's Creed games, if you have gameplay to show, I think it works to debut it with that CG trailer, because they're always so good. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. Especially if it's a, it's a sneak at the end, you know, that you're following some guy uh, that, uh, help, I need help, and he's calling back to the, you know, the government or whatever like that. Like, they're at the, they're at the outside, and like, we have somebody on the way. And like, oh, but I'm, you know, and then like, the, some buff dude comes in to take out this governor or, you know, dictator or whatever. And then, you know, Sam comes out of the shadows, takes him out. Yeah. Like, no, what you are you waiting that. for me? Or That's where like, the trailer ah. starts, Jones. Okay. You need more than the green lights coming out on in Sam Fisher assassination. But they might not have counted on all of the chatter that's been going around Splinter Cell lately. Nah, they created the chatter. So I think they created they, it. Yeah. He's in, he's in Wildlands, man. Like, they created this. Yeah, you're right. You're right. They did this. I, Jones, the way I see it is, like, another just, like, very fancy. They've licensed some track that I've never heard of, but, like, has really nice vocals and, like, slow motion. I see that kind of CG trailer. Okay. Very little dialogue. Because, like, who cares? <laughs> who cares what Sam Fisher's up to? I'm sure. I know you do. I know you do. Uh, but, I mean, <laughs> I don't think that's how you sell a new Splinter Cell game. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah, I just hope it's not personal. Because so much of that, I felt the series really got bogged down with, like, yeah, but Sam's dealing with all this stuff. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. I kind of want Sam to not have stuff to deal with. I kind of want him just to be a lone wolf. Let's just do our job, Sam. I want to focus yeah. on, yeah. Um, I, I look forward to that. Do you think we'll see Beyond Good and Evil 2? No. No. Okay. Yeah, so it's weird. They've been having updates yeah. over the last year. I think only two or three, not many, where they show the game. It is still in a very rough, yeah. very I think that's going to be end up being like a next generation game. Yeah. I think it most definitely is, and I kind of like don't want to see it at their E3 press conference. If it's not ready, I don't know. I mean, I'll show it, I guess. Yeah. It was such a special moment last year, too, and I think it was such a, a personal moment and such a surprise that I think attaching it to another, specifically an E3 press conference, I think will kind of like bring the project down a little bit. Yeah. And I think that's something, I'm totally fine. Uh, I don't have a problem with games that take, I mean, it's frustrating, but like I don't really have a problem from a campaign perspective of games that just vanish. Like I think as long as you vanish with the idea of knowing that like we're just working on the game, you know, like we we just, it's that kind of thing. You know, like, hey, we stumbled a little bit and we maybe should announce this too early, but we want to learn from our mistake right now and focus on what's important. And that's getting this game to a a place that's ready to be shown again, Mm -hmm. as opposed to, oh no, let's just keep, you know, putting up this front that no, everything's fine. And we're just, you know, it's another time maybe to look at it again. And Jones, what I like about it in this case is those, those videos that they made, the developer videos are not highly produced. It's not just like, hey, everybody come watch. It's if you're interested in this thing, yeah. it's going to be long and boring. But if you're into this, 
come watch. And so it's not like they're being a secret, but I do like the idea of them getting out of the spotlight. You have to seek them. You have to seek Beyond Good and Evil mm -hmm. 2 if you want to see it. And yeah, I think it's not ready for the spotlight again. Uh, we need to definitely talk about the highly anticipated Starlink. Yeah. <laughs> Battle for Atlas. Is this the toy? This is the toy, oh, Brad. Woo! So Ian's in for that toy. Oh, I mean, whatever. Ian, would you play a game with a toy on the controller? <laughs> on the controller. Probably not. I mean, I'd give it a shot. Would you really? I'd give it a shot if, like, if they said it to us. So, like, I love toys. <laughs> I love video games. It is, it is so hard for me to imagine swallowing my pride and sticking a toy onto my controller and playing that video game. This is a privacy of your own home game. Oh, for sure. You, right? you don't I'll, play this I'll, I'll let anywhere. everybody know. I mean, <laughs> we, we would stream it, but yeah. yeah. You like see my trophies. It's like, I know he's playing that. I know I just, he's got a toy on his controller. Dude, it sounds like a gimmick to me and it doesn't sound that fun. Like I, I think they're it sounds, focusing way more on the toy, I feel like. Yeah, and man. The game itself will probably not be well, What sucks is, it just sucks that Toys Life failed. Because honestly, I see it. Really they're cool. too, they're a couple years too late. It looks so fun. Is if you're a kid, that looks so if cool. Yeah, I just think that ship sailed right now. We we need another Pogs, and if this picked up like Pogs, that'd be sick. It's Fortnite skins. I don't think this is Pogs. Nothing can be Pogs. No, it's Pogs, dude. They Pogs have is one thing that phenomenon. it took Toys to Life forever to learn, and that is once you get a part. It's in the game, so you don't need to... You can, like, take the wing off and take another wing and attach it on. At least this was the case of last year at E3. But then, like, once your game registers, like, oh, I got that part now, it's in the game. Mm -hmm. So then, like, if you want to just in-game switch weapons or rockets and stuff like that you don't constantly so some kids not like dad oh, sure, where's, sure. where's the yeah. you can just have your yeah. favorite ship on there because it looks cool yeah and then you can be changing ships to whatever yeah maybe maybe not ships entirely but like at least specific parts or, i mean better yet take the ship off the controller yeah and be able to do that but That'd that's nice. you lose that gimmick dude you lose that like that's what's so fun for kids man you got a toy on your game like i, 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 I love I just, that i think kids will just be more into playing fortnite still yeah, yeah, you're right. Maybe I'm not giving kids enough credit. Like they like they like regular games too. Yeah. <laughs> it just it does it gives me a little bit of fear. It gives me THQ vibes, uh, old THQ right before they're about to crash. Just spending a ton of money on those stupid pads, yeah. the drawing pads. It just I just worry that like hey maybe don't invest all this money. Please please. I wait. mean I wouldn't be surprised if we just didn't see it. Yeah. Period. Could happen. In the press conference, I would not be surprised if it just yeah kind of shows up at E3, but they don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Maybe it's not the again yeah. not the spotlight time. Some, some fun Star Fox vibes though from the actual gameplay. Cool. Oh, okay. In that like I'm on the ground now. Now I'm in the air. Now I'm in a canyon. I mean, if the game's space, fun, like, that'd be great. Yeah, but, yeah. What I if mean, the game's fun? Um, Skull and Bones. We'll definitely see. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. Went back and played Black Flag very recently. Okay. Like a month or two just ago. Just feeling some vibes. Just wanted, feeling yeah. those pirate vibes, just playing Sea of Thieves and just feel, wanted to get back out in the open ocean. Uh-huh. And like, uh, yeah, I don't know what you show. I guess a big battle, but like... You show a huge battle. You show like 30 on 30 ships. Just guess, a sea yeah. full of ships. Even even then, right? Even then, Jones is still not excited. Have, what do you show? Have they said the numbers? Like, have they said how many people play in the thing? No, I think like they showed eight and eight last year, or maybe eight total. They did not show a lot. Yeah, I could see four. Because thirty, thirty, like thirty yeah. ships would be astronomical. Like with all the water simulation and stuff, that'd be nuts. Yeah, it'd be fun. Um, you know what? I realized that even this game debuted with a CG trailer, and another one that I liked just ate it up slow motion. It was like a woman drowning. Mm -hmm. um, but I was like, oh, oh, oh this horrible is song though. I can't remember what song. I don't remember the song either. I think it was, uh, get a little crazy. 
Yes, it was. Seal. That's Seal. That's Seal. Pirates. They picked it because of his, his name. He's after a animal. seal, yeah. yeah. Oh, right. The, yeah. the aquatic reference. Aquatic yeah. reference. Yeah. Man, why, not, why not play something from the band Fish then? I'm sure <laughs> that fight, I'm sure if you played that, that would be a spectacle and that would be fun. Will I want to do that 50 times? I don't, no. Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's, not it's, me. it's like For Honor. It's, it's like a lot of those things where I'm like, wow, cool thing that you put together. That's fascinating. I, I just don't. It needs a it's killer not going to be the game I, yeah. you know, I want to play. Best of luck. Hope it's cool. You know what it needs? It needs <laughs> it needs the ships to make our eyes pop. The the customization on the ships can't be minute. It can't be realistic. It needs to be just off the wall in order to motivate us to want to have neon pink flags. Mm-hmm. To like want to have like a gold ship because really I think it's just like well this is a technically accurate sales like these these things would actually be on a pirate ship. It's boring. It's, in a way, it's like boring. Man, I don't know. I Especially think that's if you're yourself. going into details about how things are happening. I, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Like I gotta watch that demo and be like, wait, what? What? What just happened? Yeah. How did they do that? Mm-hmm. Like when you're playing it, how does that work? I don't want to look at that and be like, right, right. Yeah, man. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Tough so. weapons, and then you, right. I don't, I don't, I don't envy them for that thing. Um, yeah, I think we'll see. <laughs> Uh, blood, blood is very sure because of all of the exposure of the crew two that it's had so far. He's like they're gonna show it at E three, so a cross off crew two. Okay. Even though it's coming out after E three, blood's like it's too close to E three. They're not gonna bother. Um, Far Cry five. I think we'll see some of their weird DLC stuff. Yeah. You know. Oh yeah. Sure. No, they out. just announced the the date for Vietnam is before E three, right? Isn't that is June it June fifth or seventh? I think. Sure. Oh yeah. Wow, that's right a weird now. Date. You yeah. Can buy. Sure. Yeah. Um, and so what I want to know from you is, do you expect to see some new shocking stuff. Some new shocking like Ubisoft, like like Starlink last year. Just like, what is this? Oh, okay. Like that kind of thing. Do you think they still have more of those coming? Well, that's always a tradition to have yeah. that wacko thing at the and end. And last year was Beyond Good and Evil 2 is what they yeah. ended with, yeah. Which is kind of more traditional compared to the other stuff. It's always been like a, a brand new IP. Sure, but I gotta say, I was blown away by that trailer. That was so bizarre and weird. It was really unique and interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And... There's how do you predict that? Yeah, Whatever steep that the year before. Thing. It was steep at the <laughs> end of that one. Steep. Yeah, uh, especially Watch after Watchdogs and Division. Yeah, you know, before that. Oh, Watchdogs two could I be there. I even write Division two now. We got Division two. Oh, it's yeah. gonna take up like a half hour yeah. of this thing. Yeah, they're gonna sell Division two hard. Oh, they're selling it, baby. Wow, we'll talk about surprises in a sec, but we need to talk about Division two, because that game was a huge hit. Oh, we need to accept that that game sold very well and had a continuing player base who continued to play that game. I just I wonder if it'll be like a De- Destiny 2 type thing where you can't just rest on it. You can't just say, hey, we're doing more of this and expect the audience to come back and more of that to come back. And so I wonder what you do with, with Division New two. city. You need more than New City. Chicago. <laughs> suburbs. The suburbs. Yeah. Yeah, some with a little more diversity, so it's not just buildings. Something yeah. with a little more like natural environment. I wonder if... Hawaii. I haven't played a lot of Division, but like Division's always just humans, right? Like I wonder. Zombies, Jones. No, Jones. No, Watch not zombies, but like infected. Yeah, animals or something. Just some something other, you know, something like not like not like aliens and monsters. Don't just turn to Fallout. But yeah, like, it's hard for me to tell Jones. I think that because I don't, I didn't like it, but I think the appeal of the Division is that it's realism. This idea that we are humans, we have. I, I, on the opposite end of, of uh, Rag and Bones, what's it? Skull and Bones? <laughs> uh, 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 this idea that, like, oh, we're holding realistic looking guns. Like, yeah. this is a survival game, and, like, we have everything is very grounded. I think it works for the division. Sure. 
It's not like sci-fi space adventure. Yeah, and I, so I think like the idea of going into the zone where people can kill people, I feel like that means less if it's this weird game where we have weird creature, mutant creatures, you know? I think you lose some of what makes the division special. Yeah, maybe blow up the map more where you're building on that, where it's not just like, this is for everybody, this is for people that want to fight each other, where it's like, these are now, have a synergy between them. Like, this whole city kind of has a pulse, and like, it really depends on where you are, the activities that you're doing. Um, kind of like city has a pulse. I'm trying to think like there's yeah boy no, I, just, I fell but, right into that one. No, the, the thing is, that I think you nailed it, Johns. But like, what is it like Guild Wars two? What was it? What, it was a Warhammer MMO that had that where it was like different factions will be taking over certain areas. Yeah. So like, if you log on and you're like, oh, we we got this zone, let's do it. And so like, everyone in that faction will now run to that zone to try to defend it, and like, you'll get more XP mm-hmm. or yeah. more bonuses for doing quests in that area while you're. Your group has it seized or whatever. But when you say such a thing, it gives me this vision of the division where not every zone is hostile, right? Like the hubs could be larger, the hubs could be different. You could go like there could be shops and things mm-hmm. that are just kind of like normal that aren't like your like war zone. You got tents like and things all over. Yeah, like a uh, yeah, there could, it could be the RPG. It could be more of that RPG that I think it was originally pitched as to us. It's like, hey, this is an RPG. Especially like vehicles. Um, no. There you go. Yep. That's so easy. Get a vehicle. Get Get a vehicle that you and your buddies can own. Get a chopper. Yeah, and you can start every mission with that vehicle. That's pretty fun, Brad. Yeah. The chopper, dude. Nailed it. End game. Division two. Choppers. End game. You're right. You got to spend so much. Um, yeah. So anyway, going back to, like, do you think, going back to surprises, going back to Ubisoft just wowing us, showing something that's not even rumored, um, do you think they'll have another thing with Nintendo? Ooh. These two companies they seem love to have a each close other. Relationship, yeah. Yeah. Do you think it's too soon? Yeah. Right, because Rabbids DLC is still not even out yet. I mean, Ubisoft yeah. has a it lot just of takes teams, a long time man. to develop that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Like so. they could have, they could have started a year ago. I mean, they might have something small to show, like Beyond Good and Evil, like a yeah. trailer. Yeah. It's just weird to me. Like Ubisoft, I think, was Nintendo's best bud during the Wii U days. Uh, you know, just the games that they were willing to put out. Yeah, but like Wii U is when all the other people dropped out. Yeah, and EA dropped out, Activision drops out, but like like, Ubisoft is still like, okay, we'll make Rayman on you, we'll do do this, we'll do uh, mm, Wii Zombie... Zombie Zombie U. Zombie Zombie U, U, thank you. We'll do Zombie U, we'll stick to that, yeah. And so I I think that they could have more than one Nintendo project Mm -hmm. running at a time. But yeah, it does seem early. It does seem like this isn't the year. But yeah, it's just weird. I, I don't still know. what Nintendo IP could they drag out? They haven't done anything with a while. Oh, I don't know. Star man. Fox. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's just. I mean, I guess Brad. Even they could be making like a Switch game that's exclusive to Switch, like a Rabbids game. Like yeah, Rabbids I mean, are it's what's Pikmin up? Four. <laughs> that's what it was. Oh man, that would be very very funny to me. A wacky Pikmin Four. With rabbits in it. And with rabbits in it. Ah! And they're to scale, and so they're, they're stomping on your Pikmin. Um, yeah, it's just weird. It's it's funny coming. It's fun coming into a press conference knowing you're going to be surprised. That is, and Ubisoft is bringing that. You can sit down in front of your computer saying, "Oh, they're going to have something here that hasn't leaked. Yeah. It's going to be weird. I might not like it, but it'll at least be something new." And I think it's kind of exciting. And they treat it that way. Mm-hmm. They treat their games like they know exactly how big this announcement is and how small that one is. I really respect that. I like that Eves comes out and just talks to everybody at the end of every press conference yeah. they have. It's just fun. Yeah. Really dig it. I'm, I'm really, really party looking forward to that. Party vibes from Ubisoft yeah. every year. Yeah, but it, like, it always gets mellow at the end. Maybe you like a party. <laughs> you know, it always gets kind of mellow at the end. And it's just like, it's like hey, we're friends. Yeah. You know, it's like the end of a party. It's just like, we're still here. We're friends here, aren't we? Yeah. I love that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, 
yeah, I'll also mention this. There's not much discussion to be had about it. Uh, the PC Gaming Show is also on that very Monday at 3 p.m. So Ubisoft ends and then PC Gaming Show almost right after that. Um, why I say there's not much to talk about, it's a great show. It's very fun to watch. It's very entertaining, well-hosted. Yeah, um, but it's not normally a, a huge news generator. Last year, we had the XCOM 2 expansion come out of it and Age of Empires Definitive Edition. Um, so it'll happen. The way the, the analogy I was thinking about um, is that, like, on ESPN, on SportsCenter, they'll show, like, goals. On soccer games, they're like, hey, look at this goal. Pfft, it was good. Yeah, cool. Mm-hmm. Moving on. And so I kind of think it's like that. It's like, I know... <laughs> I know soccer is the most beloved sport in the world, but it's just not well covered on ESPN. It doesn't hurt them. There are soccer games covered, and it's just like, but it's not a focus. It's not a focus of of radio shows where they're talking about drama and sports. Soccer doesn't come up a lot. At least here. Yeah, to me that's PC gaming. You know, I realize it's it's universally popular, and uh, it, it it is extremely interesting to many people. Uh, I love PC gaming. Yeah. But you know, I, I do, if I'm talking about like what I expect to be talking about after E3, Epic games, right. dude. Fortnite map. Boom. That's not going to be during the PC gaming Why show. Why not? Because they're, they're having, having their, their own, own stream. They're having their own event. They're having a whole dude. pro-am. Uh, like. Didn't Blizzard show up to one of them one time? I think they did, but didn't announce anything. Oh. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, sometimes it can be just a dry interview of no announcements. And so, yeah, when I think of like our podcast uh, after... Show graphics card. It's just the E3, third year or fourth year they've done PC gaming show. This will third? be... I think it's the third. Man, Jones, I almost think it's the fourth. fourth. Yeah. Fourth Minecraft. I think this will be number four. Kudos. Kudos. To keep it going. Yeah, you're right. You know, we've had huge developers. Square took, a, you know, years off. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's a scary thing, you know, Konami infamously to crash and burn and, like, we'll never get one of those again. And, and so kudos to them for releasing a, a, a show, obviously, from a, a corner of the, the, you know, the gaming world that uh, deserves focus, I think, especially, you know, considering we're so excited about these two, you know, these three big consoles are going to be, like, warring at each other. You know, to remind people, like, there's still a lot of very exciting stuff. But I think that's kind of the PC. PC gaming show is kind of like the PC in general. It's like a given, you know. You're like, yes, I'm sure that all the stuff that that was shown there will be excellent. But if I don't have that console, I'm not, you know, it's not generally of interest to me. And like you were saying, it's not going to be, the the battle's not going to be as fierce. Mm -hmm. Because it's, it's, you know, consoles will live and die and that that, uh, PC will still be there. Yeah. It's, uh, I just, and and I do like, I like its place in E3. I like that, you know, they get viewers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's acknowledging how hungry we are. We, we just People at home are just hungry f- to watch E3 stuff. It's this one we week. It's like a talk time. show. Yes. I wish it wasn't just one, once a year. I wish that I would watch, like, the PC show. Yeah. You know, to get caught With up Sean on. Plot. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> I, I might this watch that week? show, too. Yeah, how about that Windows 10 update? It's fun, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. and that was cool. So, yeah, we will talk about uh, Nintendo and Sony next week. Plenty to talk about for those two companies individually. Uh, however, it is now time for love and respect. Love and respect. Oh, I wonder if that just like blew everything out. Yeah, Ian, how did that sound? Uh, it it didn't sound great when you hit the mic with it, but sure, it, yeah, it sure. sounded pretty good otherwise. <laughs> so, to to listeners, Rufus's beak. Uh, hit the lavalier mic that I now have to shove him into in order for you to hear our theme Lavaliers. song. Uh, don't you know? It maybe was a little closer than it needed to be, but don't sweat it. Okay. It sounded fine. We're gonna do a rare thing. I want to play it twice. We're gonna, sa- we're no, gonna it sounded longer. good. It sounded oh, good. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, should I put it further back? Your we, audio technician is telling you to move on. I'm yeah. moving on. Next audio time, tech. hold it like three inches away. Okay. Um, <laughs> But above, like, not when, directly. When I would listen to the podcast, it's like, this theme song is too quiet. I want it to blast. 
Okay. I think then do I think your wish loud. will be granted. Then do it. You, you just also have the editor on the yeah. show, and I'll uh, yeah. Blast it. You'll blast it. it for me, Jones. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Slap a distortion filter on it. Um. All right. We can do. I think we can do a couple. We can do a couple. I realize we're running late already. Uh. But I want to do this one's foolish. I, sometimes I like to pull foolish, f- foolish love and respect submissions. Oh, okay. And this comes from Mike Hook. So like. Ah. Oh, okay. Mike Hook's Mike old Hook. school. So like, I don't think this will hurt Mike Hook's feelings. But this is a he's fool- expendable. This is a foolish question. <laughs> uh. The E3 hype train ex- exited the station way too soon this year oh. and is moving very very slowly to its destination. I've lost interest and am now de-hyped for E3. Should the industry have waited until June before getting excited for E3 love and respect? Mike Hook, that's foolish. That's a foolish question. I, well, E3 changes as you get older. Yeah, you know, I, I, I think E3's coming of age, mm-hmm. <laughs> possibly to Mike. I mean, I, mm-hmm. I can't get into specifics on uh, the, the E3s that you know he's enjoyed in different forms. But it's definitely changed for me. And it, it, as far as, uh, you know, it, it was interesting having a meeting, you know, tonight we had, of course, our E3 meeting at the beginning of May and we'll have mm-hmm. another one at the beginning of June. Like just a big, you know, we have meetings and we talk while we're working on stuff with production. But like, you know, to specifically gather only to talk about these things in detail and go through, you know, every avenue. And, and, and even tonight, you know, I could tell like some of us were like a little bit distracted. And it's like, I almost kind of wanted to raise my hand and be like, hey, Remember we used to have an E3 meeting every single week for two months? Oh, like and then up days. To E3. And then every single day. And then every day. Brandon, yes. I remember we, we had a meeting every day. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. 10 a.m., so, baby. So, yeah, from our perspective, it's like, man, you have to. <laughs> like, you got to get that prepped. Yeah. But I'm curious what day it was that Mike Hook thinks that this got kicked off and what happened. And like, the industry. What? The industry decided. Yeah, hey, we all just woke up one day and like, here we go. Yeah. Um, like people like to get playful on social media. They'll be like, hey, month away. And they're like, all right, thanks, okay. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that just means Humor. things to different people. I, it, it means something to people that are going to E3. It means a different thing to people that are covering E3. It means something totally different to anyone that is showing anything at E3. Yeah. And I don't think we will ever really truly understand that level of madness. What, what's funny is, though, is I, I see the sentiment in a, in a few questions at, through love and respect. And it's just kind of the thing of just like, man... That Microsoft thing, or sorry, that that Walmart thing, really ruined a lot of rumors, um, a lot of like announcements. I think it. I think there were three surprises on that list. Mm-hmm. Uh, like Gears of War five and, and Prey two. Sorry, uh, uh, Rage two. Um, love those four letter words. Uh, like I, so we talked about it that week. That just like, hey, those things aren't rumor. Those aren't ruined. Um, but I, I like this idea that like, this E three. Doesn't feel like you. It's as hyped. Like that's that's personal. That's internal. Yeah. I, I, like this, I actually. But no. Here's the other thing. I'll make a case for Mike Hook. I think that we might be in the part of the generation where each new game isn't as exciting. When a new generation pops up, every new PS4 game, every new Xbox One game is like, wow. Let's see what we're capable of. People doing. start tossing out some crazy new IPs. Yes. Yeah. That we might not see for a while. Mm-hmm. You get lots of just weird ambition and creativity from different publishers because it's the sky's the limit. Yeah. A lot of times you'll get, you know, like a Naughty Dog situation where like you'll get a Last of Us or something where we're like, well, you're done with that old thing you were making. Now what do we get now? Yeah. Um, and so I could see it. I could see why you'd say like, okay, we're getting over this hump where this E3 isn't as hyped. I could see that. Man. What? Three words, dude. What are those three words? Shadows die twice. Oh, yeah, that's exactly. all you need, baby. <laughs> Boom! Rip ears. We just talked about Square Enix and like just that press conference. That's that's all. I'm already so more excited dude. than last year. Like, there's just there's so much more that I, I know you like those Japanese fun. games, Mike. 
Yeah. I know you like those Japanese yeah, games. Yeah, Mike, I do, come on. I do agree, though. Like, it does seem like things... Well, we made the same joke back at in Mandatory Update, but, like, it seems like it, the train did roll out pretty early this year to me. That I, was an I, early I leak. That. Yeah. The Usually we get these leaks, like, two weeks out. Sure. Like, oh, oh, okay. You know, you can, like, maybe kind of avoid it. And then certainly, like... By the time we show up, like, to do the press conference and we got our notes, it's like, yeah, I mean, did you see that this morning? Nah, I mean, <laughs> like, just, see, somebody was just there and was taking pictures. Like, think always of, those jerk wads. They're like, oh, Xbox I'm on the show year, floor, though. snap, snap. Think of Xbox last year. Just last year, we knew everything. <laughs> well, we'd actually, we didn't know it. We didn't know, like, for sure they'd have Anthem or anything. But, like, even the year before, like, I mean, in X- Origins, Xbox we, leaked know, hard. Yeah. You know, Xbox leaked hard for, like, a while, a long while. Um... And those leaks happen way ahead of time. I, I don't think it's rare. I don't think this is different that much from Did we last know year. they canceled Scalebound before last E3? Or did we find out at E3? It was not at E3 we found out that they canceled Scalebound. Okay. But boy, was that a big thing. Crazy. I think it was ahead of time. I think they were announced okay. ahead of time. Gotcha. Yeah, I think it was like damage control, kind of like a, let, I was announcing Let's Go uh, Pokemon games. Now is probably the good call. Just like, hey, this is not for the E3 crowd. This is yeah, for yeah, the people yeah. who are going to sure. tweet about it like in a cute, cute little tweet the next day. I think this gen is humming. Yeah? Okay. I you think, think we're at peak of this gen? I, I don't know if we're necessarily at peak. We might be past the peak. I don't know. You yeah. know, like, uh, maybe this is the year. I think this is, like, maybe, like, the, the um, you know, certainly Switch was killing it last year, and we, we got a lot of uh, fun releases. But um, uh, I, I just think... You're not going to see a lot of like pipe dreams at this E3. Right. Like, you're not going to you're not going to see anything that's unattainable at this E3. We're kind I, of I, out I, of pipe dreams. I, yeah, I, I think I think a lot of the things you're going to see are projects that are definitely going to happen that are from just very confident teams that are finally getting their chance, you know, to shine. Something like a Ghost of Tsushima just seems so ready oh, to kick ass. Yes. Like I, I just think yeah, Jones. I think that is a publisher that's like, no, no, this whole gen, this entire generation. We've been working on this game, <laughs> like yeah. I mean, knowing full well exactly what console it was coming out for, mm-hmm. and I just I, I feel like there's a lot of people that are finally like, yes, we finally get to talk about this fun project we've been doing. Yeah. Um, and uh, uh, and and I think we will get some fun teases of some things, but that stuff is possibly next gen, or um, and I'm fine with that. I'm fine with getting something like a Watch Dogs where we're like, wait, what? Yeah. That, that ain't running on a PS3, huh? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're right. It might be time for that kind of thing. Maybe. For sure. Yeah. Maybe. I think. Uh, I think. I think we were in a weird kind of offset where E3 is not the time for that. I think by the time we get next E3, like those con- new console rumors will really be going. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're not going to be so shocked and surprised. Oh no, they'll be announced by this time next year. Um, okay. All right. Talk about confidence. <laughs> I'm feeling much less confident about it after uh, uh, Sony's talking. Their their new uh, CEO is kind of just giving me the impression it's not next year. We'll see. I just don't see any smoke and mirrors. I just don't see any tricks being pulled at this E3. I just think we're gonna see, we're gonna finally see a lot of these things, especially Last of Us. I'm, I'm dying to see some Last of Us, not weird cutscene Last of Us. You know, like I'm yeah. really looking for those first two trailers. Like I know, I, and I know a lot of people. There are many people out there who love Last of Us, you know, more than I do. Even though I played that game like three times nonstop, but uh, um, the first two trailers didn't do it for me. I'm, I'm, I really, I'm waiting. I'm waiting for that moment. We're like, there's the game. There we go. Yeah. Yes. Uh, uh, first trailer, I think, is genius, but the second trailer, last year's thing, I'm just not feeling that. Yeah, I th- I've got emotional, especially going back and watching that first trailer. But yeah. it's just like, I just, I think we're just finally... Time to see the game, baby. Here's your food. Here's your dinner. Like, mm, yeah. Your meat and potatoes. Not just here's what the game's about. Distinctly, here's what it's said, but like, like, here's the game you're playing. I think we're going to yeah. be full after the C3. <laughs> uh, I have a question. Do you think that in the Last of Us 2 demo, I can almost guarantee we're going to see gameplay... 
Do you think there will be a cart with a yellow bar on it? No. What? Like a, some like some like thing. Like, I think they'll do something a little different. Yeah, you know, like the, the things were always marked with yellow, mm. and so like it just was a recurring thing. It's just like the one the most annoying parts I remember are like the the water, just like getting in water and finding a thing to push over and just <laughs> that kind of thing. Like, do you think they'll even have co-op? I'm not co-op. Do you think they'll have a partner? Sure. You do? Yeah. I'm thinking no. I'm thinking they're wow. going to drop that sort of mechanic. I could see, yeah, like, just like one. Yeah. Maybe you switch between them. Or maybe you have then. a squad, maybe you have a crew that's actually larger, but I can't see this kind of thing of like this little girl I got to protect. You like start the mission yeah. with one person and then they leave and then you get like two or, yeah, there's not yeah. really like a hard rule that like it's just going to be you. And so when I think of like Last of Us 2, those are the things that excite me is the idea that like this won't be a game where I just send somebody up a ladder to find me things. Yeah. Even though just did that in God of War and it worked uh <laughs> i can't see it working another time i can't see it working again in that case yeah 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 i i, I feel like it's um y- there are reasons to feel like this e3 isn't as hyped absolutely um we shouldn't logically be hyped for any e3s uh it's sure all, it's all foolish yeah i'm not surprised that he had gotten in this position i've been there before maybe yeah. not with e3 just because it's it's I live in Los Angeles, and so it's just like a gift that we're given every single year that they decide to have yes. the party here. Yeah. Uh, but I don't think your emotions, Mike, are indicative of this E3. Yes. I don't think when it's done you will be disappointed, but I don't know, because I don't know what game specifically you're, you're hyped for. Um, let's do this one. I like when we can help someone, um, and we can do this one pretty quickly. Hi, allies. When I was younger, my parents didn't really have a lot of money. My only exposure to gaming was at my babysitter's house. They had a Super Nintendo, GameCube, and I could sometimes play the PS2. So I played mostly Nintendo properties, and we did take turns on the PS2 playing GTA 3 and Mortal Kombat. When I got my first system, I was in middle school. I worked at the farm across the road and saved up for two years and finally bought my Xbox 360. Awesome. Since then, I've fallen in love with gaming, but... Because I only really played from that gen on, I've missed out on a lot of great games and franchises many regard as their favorite games ever made. I have never ever played a Final Fantasy, Resident Evil, Devil May Cry, Shenmue, Onimusha, Tenchu, Kingdom Hearts, etc. I've decided recently. Did they know you were going to be on the podcast when they asked this? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, hey, I seen Tenshu. Oh, I, I was yeah, like, that, yeah. is, Whoa, that is a very specific yeah. list. Um, <laughs> so I've decided recently to take a break from my PS4 and Switch. I'm going back in time and driving to a little retro GameStop in my neighborhood to pick up some older systems. Retro GameStop? Yeah, I love that. No, sorry, not sorry, Game, game Shop. Retro oh, okay, Game okay. Shop. Um, now there's an idea. <laughs> <laughs> they tried. Um, uh, I'm finally going to play these games I've missed out on for so long. What franchises should I start with? What systems should I pick up? Do I have to play every game in every franchise? Or can I play some of them? Your advice will greatly help. Love and respect. All right, and real easy one for you right off the bat. Okay. You don't even need to buy a retro system for this. You got a PS4 8, get the Kingdom Hearts 1.5, 2.5 collection on PS4, both combined in one thing. Play one Kingdom Hearts, see if you like it or not. And if you do, go from there. I do feel like you're a salesman right now. That's <laughs> well, yeah, but that's a good, that's a good point actually. Is that you don't in a lot of instances you don't need to go get a new console. You got it. RE4, you can do it. PlayStation 4, go make it happen. Like RE4 would be the one to play now. Uh, it's what's right there. It's and, a, it's uh, a, it's remakes on PS4. PS4. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, 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 Xbox uh, One has a lot of great backwards compatibility. If you have a, uh, an Xbox One now, Ninja Gaiden Black. Yeah, give it a shot. So um, th- my advice on this is when you're when you're at the shop. 
when you're like, which console should I get? Is I just I dislike anyone saying you have to watch this movie, you have to read this book, mm -hmm. you have to play this video game. You must earn your gamer card. I would go and like touch the boxes and see see what lights you up. That's sure. usually how I buy things. Sure. And so like if you're looking at the box the back of a Final Fantasy and it looks stupid to you, don't don't do that. Don't do that to yourself. But if you if you find something that your brain sparks on, if you look at the back of that box, just buy that. That's what I love about old games. Yeah. Just like walking I'm in and feeling that tactics. Thing. I'm feeling Final Fantasy tactics. But it's sure. Yeah. Because we never really got that again. No, we got we never really got it. Yeah. Well, right. But yeah. it, like that was just Into that the, game right. on, portably. Like they never updated that. You know, they never were like, ah, this is now an arm of Final Fantasy. We're like Crystal Chronicles. We've kind of gotten weird other versions, even if they yeah. wasn't called Crystal Chronicles. Like we've gotten mm -hmm. um, uh -huh. other like uh, what was the world of Final Fantasy? It was like kind oh. of yeah. It just kind of feels Maybe, like there was yeah. that arm yeah, yeah, of the tree yeah, yeah. that just sure. kept on growing and. But the tactics was so so rich and so unique, um, and if you can if you if you have a PS3 and you can get you know a PS1 disc, um, you're set for hours and hours and hours and hours. That's a that's a deep, especially because you can pick the disc up for yeah. like ten or twenty bucks. Yeah, yeah. Um, you're set. The thing and is, it's so uh, so different from a lot of stuff that Square's doing today. Yeah, that's what I like. It is the we talk about this a bunch of times, kind of recurring theme on the podcast. This idea of uh, the games, the retro games that are most cherished are the ones that weren't iterated upon. And I think, Jones, you're, you're there right there. Is if you can play a better version of this game, why, why go back and play the old version? And so, yeah, I like to play those unique games, those games that don't exist anymore today. Uh -huh. um, and honestly, I do feel like the Final Fantasy 7, 8, 9 are that kind of thing. Um, again, 10, you can play an HD remake. And yeah, I mean, 7, you can play on PS4 also. Yeah, dude. And even better than that, you can fast forward stuff and if, make your yeah, character level you, Yeah, and you get stuck, kind of you just boost, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of the nice thing about not getting a retro console is those weird yeah. little upgrades we have today. And what, I, I don't think go back and play Tenchu. They were fun in the time, but like yeah. now. Yeah. Like, I think, yeah, I think that's that kind of thing. Like, we what's have, the, what's the, what replaced it? Assassin's Creed, I guess. Yeah, right? I played Tenchu Shoot, yeah, I guess so, 3 dude. recently. It was pretty rough, dude. Yeah. Um, They're yeah. old games, though. Metal Gear Solid is one of my favorite games. I feel. I feel bad suggesting that to anybody. You know, just one. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like you have to look at it and say, "Yeah, I like how this looks." Otherwise, you're gonna have a bad time. You know. I don't know. Some games like gameplay just holds up, though. You know, it just holds up so well. It doesn't even matter. I don't believe that's true to somebody who hasn't played it before. Maybe I don't know. Some I, people play games for the first time, old games, and they love it. Sometimes they do, and they don't like it. Yeah. It's just case by case. Right. It's extremely case by case. Ian, do you have any advice for this what? scenario? Uh, I mean. It the Resident Evil remake was a good suggestion, I think. Yeah. That's, that's like, it's really good. It's on a P Assuming you have a PS4 already. Yep, she does. Uh, okay, yeah. And, uh, I mean, if you're trying, if you're thinking Tenchu, just play Bloodborne. Nothing like what? it, though. No, that's not. Yeah. I just like Bloodborne. It's just no. Yeah, me too. <laughs> me too. But that's, I like Tenchu Neo. and Bloodborne, so yeah, maybe I kind of feel the same way about Onimusha. It's just like, just play Bloodborne. <laughs> yeah. Or Neo. Like, yeah. you know, whatever. Yeah. Um, if you want, like, a challenging The yeah. beautiful thing is now you can just look at a game on YouTube and see if it looks interesting to you. Yes. I mean, it's different watching than playing, of course, but you can get an idea, kind of. Brad, what's so funny is for me personally, I love buying games I've never seen before, yeah. never played before. Like, sure. it, it kind of ruins some fun for me to even YouTube it. 
Oh, sure, yeah. I just love I mean, we came from a different era, though, yeah. of that kind of thing. I love this opportunity. This person has a, a used game store that you can go check out. But yeah, cool, man. I if, love that, yeah. Yeah, you could maybe ask the person working there for recommendations, too. Oh, don't do that. That's what? the thing. That, that's like, you have to play this. You're going to love Bioshock. Well, if they say that to you, yeah. you don't have to do anything they say. Yeah, you do. You have that weird social pressure now. And no, then you like, show up and you're like, hey, I, I, believe, I believe in them. Yeah. I picked I Digimon. And they're like, no, don't pick Digimon. I believe in them. Okay. All right. Wow. I'm going to believe they're going to get a really rad person. Like, what if you got the Ben Moore? Ben Moore used to work at a game store. But was he rad then? You bet, Jones. Oh, you know what? Yeah. <laughs> I don't I don't trust young Ben to give me game. Oh, I don't trust shoot. young me to recommend anything. <laughs> exactly, yeah, same. Uh, okay. Although you're playing GTA right. 3, so. All right. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, get Kingdom Hearts. There you go. At least look at it. 1.5, 2.5. Look, 5, look 2. at 5. Final Fantasy Tactics. Uh, yeah, it's slower paced. Like, I don't yeah. know how many RPGs you've played, so. Really different. Look at uh, but, uh, Resident Evil Remake. Yeah, Resident Evil Remake. 4, oh, of course. Man. Yep. And I would just say, look at the consoles. Just stare at them. If one, of, like, if one of them gives you tingly feelings, like pick that up. <laughs> and like, you have an easy way to play them. Because that's the thing is, like, of this list, there's no wrong choice. There's no like, don't, don't. Well, maybe Tenchu, as you said, but it's like, don't play Shenmue. It's like, well, Shenmue HD is coming again. Yeah. Hey, just wait. Uh, but yeah, I mean, there's no like, there's no wrong choice. Well, I mean, you could try Tenchu, but well, yeah, I mean, and like, I don't know if this is in line with the the query, but like. Uh, if you want to go back a little farther, get an SNES Classic, and then you just get 20-whatever games that are pretty solid. They're, if you can find those it. Those games are very solid. Yeah, if you can yeah, find it. Yeah, some great, amazing games on there. Yeah. A lot of the reason we're in this business is because the game's on there. Uh, yeah, fun question. I just I always want to fly in the face of the concept of must-plays. Sure. Sure. You know, that just, like, you don't have a legitimate game You don't got to play anything you don't want to. Yeah, yeah. I'd just say there's some games that are recommended for... Probably good reasons. We don't have to play them. Yeah. But yeah, you know, I had a great time playing Mario 64 because I never owned it. Just sometimes it can be very fun to go back to this thing that you never owned. And you did admire, right? Mm -hmm. You went to your babysitter's house and played those games. Yeah. And so I do. I just I, I never really uh, had Super Mario World. So I always like love playing that too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah man. Yeah, I, I love that feeling. And, and, and those are only feelings, right? Those are, the, those are the, a lot of kids today would pick up Mario 64 and hate it. Yeah. And so, yeah, it's just it's whatever gives Definitely. you the feelings is the, all I can advise. Yeah. Uh, it is now time for bets. Next week's bet, June 5th. Big day. Big day for video games. We have Onrush. We have Blaze Blue, Cross Tag Battle. We have Vampire. And, least importantly, we have Shaq Fu, A Legend Reborn. Shaq Fu, it's <laughs> back. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to go to Shaquille O'Neal's Twitter account. And I'm going to look for his most recent tweet regarding Shaq Fu. How many retweets will that tweet have, Brandon Jones? I feel like I'm lost in space. I'm floundering Me for too. oxygen oh, yeah, right now. By the way, I didn't let anyone no research this No idea. One. Yeah, this was a zero research 8K? one. 8K? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> that sounds so low. Brad. Dude. I think Shaq could tweet the word shoe and it would get 50K. I don't know, dude. I don't know how many... I'm going say 2.5K, dude. Okay. Ooh. It looks pretty bad, dude. We're all, like, closer than I thought. I have 11.3K. Okay. 11.3? Yep. Ian? 96. 96 total? Retweets. There's no K at the end of that. Right. Nobody gives a damn. Uh -huh. <laughs> That's what I was kind of hoping, dude. That is a good bet. All right, let me lock that in. Lock it in. Uh, I should make it... <laughs> don't do that, please. <laughs> I should make it clear. Ian, you have your own team. I, sh I sure do. What's the name of it? The Switcher Snakes. The Switcher Snakes. <laughs> and so the way this will work is we're essentially through half the year. Ian will get double points for every bet you win. 
Yeah. Hey, all right. So every time we would get one, Ian will get two. So we now have uh, four teams running. Five, if you include uh, yeah, our guest the, the team. golden vultures. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's pretty exciting. Let's talk about last week's bet, uh, which was about Detroit Become Human. Detroit. Uh, it released uh, last Friday, and so I went to YouTube.com incognito. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, we are on the topic of bets, though. Uh, yeah. Some people might be nervous that there's only one representative here now that Ian's on Oh, his yeah, thank team. you, Jones. I should acknowledge that from, from the top. From the Gorgeous Gorillas. Yes. Um, but uh, we will. It next, we, we just did not schedule that out. Whereas the next podcast, if uh, all goes well, there will be five people on the podcast, four people on the table. Yes. And including the Swisher Snakes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Ooh, I like that actually. It's back. Um, yeah. So this is this is irregular, right? If you if you already wrote the Twitter comment, uh, it, I'm not happy. There's who's, only three people. Who's the wonderful person it. on Twitter that makes the scoreboard every week? Keyboard arts. That's Kevboard. Yeah. Beautiful, beautiful work. Yeah. Kev was like, oh, God. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, no. <laughs> We're sorry, Kev. Oh, Five just, teams. Don't put a lot of effort into the next animal. He got so angry. Yeah. Just and do it. Uh, Vultures one is actually a really good, good logo. It's nice. Yeah. Just do yeah. it in MS Paint. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> just like a stick a little thing on top. Sure. I, uh, I actually, someone on Twitter asked. Just the uh, hand is all you need. I already, I already explained. I was like, there's only three on the table because I'm back here. Nice. Damage control. Damage control. Okay, sorry. Um, uh, Detroit, become human. I, o I opened an incognito browser so that my preferences could not be tracked. Mm -hmm. um, though apparently there's cookies still. I don't care. Um, and I did a search for Detroit, become human. Those three words capitalized each. I scrolled down through 25 videos. A playlist didn't count. Somebody being live didn't count. Uh, they had to be videos on okay. YouTube. Okay. How many will have over 100,000? Jones, you bet two. Ben bet six. Damiani bet 20. I bet eight. The actual number of videos with views over 100,000 is 15. Oh, wow. Yes. Go YouTube. Yeah. Uh, so Damiani with the high bet takes that one. Definitely he earned it. Um, I was close, though. Uh, <laughs> Red Grouse, seven. Gorgeous Gorillas, 11. Very nice. Uh, Droopy Eagle, six. And Slytherin? Switcher snakes. Switcher snakes. Switcher snakes, zero. <laughs> uh, let me talk about patreon.com slash easy allies really quickly. Uh, patreon.com slash easy allies is the URL you would go to to support the easy allies. We're constantly growing, we're constantly making more videos, figuring things out, uh, trying to do the best we can as an independent uh, channel of. Switching. Switching, um, yeah, and so basically we had a big fundraiser last month, and we're just, we're still trying out our new things, and, and we want E3 to be big. We wanted to get this all set before E3. Watch us during E3. Check out our Patreon. Check out EasyEyes.com. Check out all the stuff that we do, uh, because it'll be pretty nuts during that. Uh, pretty nuts. I guess it's kind of like six days now. Right. We start on Saturday. We yeah. start on Saturday. This is just be Sunday, Monday, and it goes all the way to Thursday. Yeah, and so that's not six, but yeah. I, that's, think, I keep thinking about that weird funk we're going to be in and like Saturday night. We're like, we've gone home. You know, we just get EA that morning. You know, and the EA's it, right? We're Saturday. It's just yeah. EA and then nothing. Yeah. EA's a just weird like, day. Like, oh, he's restarted. And they're like, <laughs> it's the ground zeros oh, yeah. of E3. Right, get, it, some, get some rest, everybody. I had to count on my fingers. It is six days, but yeah. you're right. They're in, that, <laughs> they're in that unfortunate position, Jones, where it's like, make this count, dudes. Otherwise, why do you have your own day? 
EA just wants that data themselves. They, they do. think they're yeah. the big boys. A little insider E3 talk. Okay, let's uh, The this. Hotel Figueroa reopened. Mm -hmm. And the Fig used to be the big place to go. Now LA Live has expanded. There's more hotels down there. So yeah. there's like places you can go to. But okay. the Fig is back. And so I think that Saturday night is going to be the big Fig night. Because no one's going to have anything to do. Yes. They're all going to be, everyone's going to be like, they don't have to, I have to load in. You know, we yeah. did our coverage. We already did our E3 post reaction or EA reactions and Fig stuff. It. People are going to hit that fig at 5.45. You are going to see a Start lot of figuring out. interesting photographs, interesting tweets yeah. that night. You're right, Jones. At least I hope, because I'll be busy the rest of the week. That's why um, the crowdsourcing thing, fig, that's why it's named fig. What? Yeah, because they talked about it while they are at the, one of those E3 meetings. Really? The founders of fig, the, the crowdfunding thing, yeah. What? I didn't know that. Yeah, named after the figaro. Huh. Yeah. Interesting, Jones. The more you know. I wouldn't have made that connection. I don't. I don't like. You know. I, I got to be honest with everybody. I know I have a reputation for being a partier. Um, I'm not like. I don't really go to a lot of the E3 parties. It. Yeah. And so uh, I'm not in on that scene. A little uncomfortable. We had an objective <laughs> at the beginning of this podcast. Oh no! To win the approval of Luigi. Damn it, Brad, you're a little too confident. Yeah. Jones, a little too jolly. Yeah. Ian. You nailed it. Oh. Ian, you were weird. You didn't chime in too many times. True. Classic Luigi. Classic Luigi. I recommend the Kingdom Hearts. Nope. Sorry, he would Brad. be so into that. He's not confident like that, dude. He doesn't play like that. What? He'd yeah, be he like, does. You might like Kingdom Hearts. He got his own game. And he's terrified the whole time. I was not confident about Tenshu. <laughs> Don't even lie. You were. You were confident about Tenshu. You saw it, everybody. And Brad, heard it. you did not win Luigi's approval. Damn Ian. it. You have a reward, and you have the ability to smell half a second faster. Oh, yes! How cool is that ability? It's perfect. Yeah. And don't you already have a very distinct sense of smell? I have an amazingly acute that's sense of smell. Yeah, yeah it's and pretty now it's faster. Now it's faster than that. Half a second. I've already started sensing the change. <laughs> <laughs> we should keep track of these. Like sometimes it, you might I got like a superhero. plus softness. Yeah, I, yeah, I got soft, soft hands. hands. We've yeah. long talked and have put this off for way too long, but we need to update our bios on EasyAllies.com. Oh, we super yes. It'd be rad if we had like underneath <laughs> the yes. special powers. Special powers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, that's actually good. This is nice. We should also put like actual facts in them though. Like, you know. Information. Mm, nah. Some of us like to be jokey. <laughs> What am I going to say? It's true. San Dimas what do people want to know San about? San High Football Rules. How fast you smell? San Dimas High School Football Rules. That's mine. <laughs> Dibs. Uh, the reward. Who's uh, so Damiani won? And Brad, you're in the middle, so we'll give it to you. Um, <laughs> He's the only gorilla here. So yeah, you're the only gorilla. You Damn. have the uh, right and responsibility to share your Twitter handle with the world. You get to promote any Easy Eyes video you would like to promote. I'll be really mad if you don't promote uh, Broken Trifecta. Uh, Busted Trifecta. <laughs> uh, uh, you get the final word on anything you've disagreed with. That was reiterate. dirty. I don't like that you yeah, just promoted it. I'm just saying I'll be mad. That was dirty. I'm just saying I'm not doing if you it choose now. something other than that, I'll oh, be I'm furious. I'm choosing something. Get ready to get mad, dude. Deal with it. Okay. And you get to sign off with your trademark sign off. Okay. Get your finger on that uh, audio level. <laughs> there oh, okay yeah uh, you good can call. follow me on twitter at bradleyhouse87 i'm gonna promote uh easy update oh. with brandon and ian Whoa. building this beautiful setup Aww. great video loved it lots of laughs brandon brilliant in it oh thank fantastic you. is that like a narrative series that don works really hard on no, no. <laughs> okay don doesn't have anything to do with this <laughs> um <laughs> sign off remember wait wait, wait no you got what Final word, final man. Word. Oh, final don't, word. don't burn your final uh, word. Luigi was pleased with me. <laughs> <laughs>
Oh yeah, I know. And uh, um, remember, don't believe George Lucas's lies. Han always shot first. I am yeah. enjoying these microtransactions. The Easy Allies would like to thank our Patreon podcast producers. We apologize in advance for all the ally names we are about to misspell and mispronounce. Blue, Hogue Law, Ebb Software, Elphanis, Ikeelis, Mango, Simon Anderson, Unique to Me Design, Video Game Abominations, Michael Favacci, Greg Kettering, Sean and Erica Cleves, Beaten Down Brian, Dale Sun, Nick, Walker Hope, Sam G, Will Schmuck, Mark Dalga, Michael Kozachenko, Gabriel Heilborn, Professor Metal Gear, Bradley Spees, Demos Clay, Dave Red, Zachary Wingate, Jan Tyson, Ken Layer, Corey Jackson, Silent Consonant, Andrew Reif, Sigma, Dan Sebring, Tim O'Keefe, Nick Owens, Robert Stoffel, Ninja Blast, Caleb Aranda, Richard Smuts, Jake Musser, Anti Ataraxia, Richard G. Flowers, Michael Besegli, Chum Nguyen, Thomas Wigginton Jr., Neil Bruce, Jared Reif, Matthew Pauling, Gino A. Leet, Carl Williams, Jason A. Sackle, Candy Coated Thorns, 44 Stars, G. Levin, Charles Anthony Iapacino, G. Ken, Santosh Jackson, Hitman 47, Ryan Anderson, Colt Doss, Paul Molson, Alexander Breveglieri, Cody Hardin, Jay Shee, Marcel Froelich, Alex AI, XWF Outlaw, Phoenix Doss, Nis Klojgaard, Andrew Kidd, Thomas Gonzalez, Peter Davis, Rack, Brad Lohman, Noah Weinstein, Malfalax, Ian Santa Anna, Mylene LaPearl Vanass, Tim Strothman, Caleb Crawford, DRD7 of 14, Blue Suitor, Todd Yurkovic, Joe Burns, Mikkel Box Sorensen, Patrick Chong, Stephen Last, Ahmad Naki, Jesse Vitelli, The Banana Forklift Killer, Joachim Morovuo, Gustav Strombohm, Miguel Rivas, Calvin Hartanto, Marcel Markov, Mark J. Betters II, Nefertiti Jenkins, David Wen, Jesper Lawson, Oni Blackmage, Luke Arnold, Matthew Holcomb, Daryl Schramm, Brent Phillips, Leif Johnson, Eduardo Ortiz, Matthew Robles, Catherine Lai, Gary James, John Santoro, Mikhail Aniel, Robert Crouch, Sean German Efficiency Clinton, Ulf himself, Discarded Digit, V8 Dave, Leroy Anderson, Nasser, Ritz1906, Fabian Schuster, Toasty Soul, Christian Hundorf, Alex Lavanier, Trenton Robeson, Tony Knox, Adam Damon, I Sun Chor, Forrest, Caleb Ledoux, Mike Hook One, Brian Vilar, Mauricio Fuentes, Joe Ellis, Quick Scares, Ian Ladarzik, Brian Foster, Alexander Schiller, The Classiest Hobo, Zinterax, Modren, Paul Bishop, Sean Smith, Travis Miosi, Jalen Scott, Trey Whetstone, Nick Waterman, Sean Mackey, Gabriel Aberg, Morpheus, Yasser Alusaini, James Vitt, Jonas Andreas Sibison, Sean M. Gabaldon, Reed Johnson, Manuel Thomas, Peter Wen, Luke Bennett, Robert Olson, Adam Scherenbrock, Not Jack, Kurzestav Rogowski, Kevin McMaster, Allison Burnt, Ryan Feller, Anna Lancaster, Jesse Ray, 
Bjornor Haraldsvik, Blake Bonsack, Sean De Almeida, Saturn, Cisco Ace Jackson Garcia, Kiraz, Jacob Whittington, Jason Ward, Wouter DeHayes, Matthew Holmes, Settling Geek, Eric Maynard, Fabian Winkler, Cartridge Brothers, Michael Wilson, Leon Keyes, Mugen Hamura, Raymond Lee, Yasser Kurbushi, Clay Roberts, Shauna Metz, Todd Paxton, Jojo Denko, Faraz Rizvi, Dakota Hayes, Zustick, Don Turner, Mumble Mumbleton, Masuki211, Alexander Zirinov, Kyle Bradford, Jesse Fish, Shino Bazu, Jason Joint, Edison S. Prada Jr., Travis Ng, Ahmad Al Rashed, Tuttle, Furious Action Gamer, Stuart Sidall, Joseph Caruso, Michael Schreiber, G. Sith, Mac Reed, Haley Hill, Andrew Stoke, Matt Gunther, There Is No Dana, Only Zool, Evan Eng, Joshua Vanswall, Bites and Brews, Eric Gustafson, Refill, Sebastian Trier, Samsa Stormbum, Bonnie and Jason Connor, Jeffrey Daniel Lasley, Hey Pseudo Wudo, Stephen Walther, Rock Gordon, Matt, Carlos Zuniga, Diggles, Ryan Cohen, Adam Mullaney, Link 666 Goron, Momo Rashid, M Legend, Paul Sway, Carolus Zydzelis, Lee Young, Calgareth, Eddie Reisner, Mikkel Hervel Nemo, Chase Caldwell, Halkin Sturz and Sturz, Jeffrey Ruchtenwald, Barry, Mikey Mizek Novak, Adam Henry, Beautiful Kai, Hudson Bilbrey, Sean Rowe, Ronnie Halperin, Caffeine Rage, David Kennedy, Durgesh Patel, Michael Lay, Mike Calvi, Sarah, Bard91, Gary Fair, Anthony Daniel Galvin, Benny Samuelson, Trolls Rasmussen, The Original Snitch, Daniel Wong, Jameson Anderson, Vincent Foliat, Hutchitron, Ahab, Neobear, Sebastian Olson, Rainier Dennis Bautista, Sven Von Brand, Santiago Carrillo, Alex Klass, Junior Motomura, Delisi, Mithers Strongbeard, Daniel Data, Nycrypt, Mons Anderson, Elvin Skogheim, Jay Aldiar, Morgan Wirth, Sam Sorensen, Zrail, Matt Ferguson, Sam Francis, Michael Tenick, Felipe Aguilera, William Heaney, Christer Lundmark, Tim Mann, Chris the Pianist, Matt T, Michelle Nub, Michael Stevens, Sandra and Richard Acero, Battleox, David Tran, MC Griffin, Matthew Colomb, Mick Malloy, Yo Butts, Philip Klarskoff Jensen, Sun Fam, Alex Monaco, Arthur Henrique Chinaglia, Cody Wesley, Nuno Amaral, Galen Moxley Hagert, David Boyarski, Rahiv Maharaj, Sean McGing, Pete Cerny, Joachim Wiederberg, Christopher Santis, Sam Hendrick, Andreas Kocher, Egg Stravaganza, Christian Larson, Gali Gutierrez, Addison Muir, The Fatty Show, Jason Shields, Rickster EXE, Lars Berger, Shoemaker, Sergio Ruben Hernandez Gallegos, Ripus Edud, Irvin De La Torre, Caesar Sebastian, Cyberboa, Azazel Valkyrie, GW Fox, Chris Bennett, Liam Ahern, Helping Leon, Jean Sebastian B, Prediar, Self Confessed Cynic, Fargo H, Gargling George, V Cura Ray, Tristan Howard, Andrea, Sean Cornette, Jeremiah Snowden, Andrew Moss, Materia Addict, Oh Yes Cool Great, Robert I, Blaster Master, Malcolm Moschette, Adam, Anthony Riddle, Cal, Joel Olson, Robert Ori Einerson, Christopher Donnelly, Matt Karwaski, Joel Short, Marco Hernandez, Magnus Rasmussen, Clinton Hayes, Seyun Kim, Struggler, Jose Gutierrez, Tense George, Dominic Brown, Chad McIntosh, Bunny Chen, Tobble, Joey and Kate, Wavering Radiant, Raymond Chow, Ian Anderson, Zahid Hosseini Korami, 
Dan Pan 16, C.S. Lewis, Origachino, Skender Yashari, Jana, Roy Sung, Marius Smit, Kim Monk Vonderleith Hagensen Petersen, Colin Hoyleman, Reed Marlett, Thorfkin, Ali Khan Sunger, Shanley Ladia, Dale A. Brule, Kyle, Rerun, Luis Ibarra, Philip Higdon, James Brown, Spencer Stevens, Supanova Smith, BM5, Elliot Moscow, Richard Daniel Fuchs, Ivan Ponce, Jay Potter, Christopher A. Butler, Ian Bradburn, John Prey, Sean Essen, Sebastian K. Urban, Marco Zanone, Alec Church, Culinary Stud.